If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen Nicotine Pouches, you can find many. Zen is America's number one nicotine pouch. It's made with only six simple ingredients. Plus, Zen is the only nicotine pouch with a 10-day hassle-free trial. There are lots of options when it comes to nicotine satisfaction, but there's only one Zen. Find your Zen online or in a store near you at zen.com slash find. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, thanks for listening to the Ben Maller Show podcast. It's me, Ben. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific, right here on Fox Sports Radio. You can find your local station for the Ben Maller Show over at foxsportsradio.com, or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Yeah, we don't need to talk about football. All we're going to talk about is drama. Drama, 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 drama. Welcome in the beginning. Of the Ben Maller Show, we are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes 
can save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. That's all you have to do. It's so simple. I have it memorized. That's how much I love Geico. I have that memorized. So you know the drill here. This is not brain surgery. You come in, there's an NFL game. No baseball, so you come in, you're all excited. Ah, we get to talk about an NFL game. And some of us actually believe that the Giants would, you know, show up and compete and actually try to win the game. Bad job by us. Uh, wow. That, that was, you know, usually they sell competition. And the assumption, the, the agreement between the viewer, the consumer, and those that are participating is that you're competing to win the game. But one team shows up, the other team uh, doesn't show up and gets smashed. And that's what happened there to the Giants. Philadelphia, who was under 500. This is not a good football team. They're not. The, the, the story here is all about the, the Giants and all. But it's not even about the game. The game was a rout. Eli Manning sucks. We knew that before the game. We knew that years ago. No one will listen. Right? Hey, won two Super Bowls. It's the yeah, but 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 But that's not even what I want to talk about. That's not worthy of the lead. We have the subplot a week after the coach of the Giants announced that he didn't want to talk about drama. Let's talk football, not drama. Exactly. We got nothing but drama. Nothing but drama. (laughs) Just... It's the story within the story here. You know where I'm going with this. Yeah, is it low-hanging fruit? Yeah. Am I guilty? Yeah. Your Honor, I'm guilty. Low-hanging fruit. Tastes damn good. I love low-hanging fruit. It's delicious. Uh, So, yeah, Odell Beckham Jr. Well, he left the field, but who cares that he left the field before the first half ended? That's a classic Randy Moss-type move from back in the day. And he's in the Hall of Fame. Randy Moss, I recall. I remember one time he was with the Vikings and they were playing the Redskins. And he left early. I think that was at the end of the game in a blowout. And that was a like a two-day story. But Odell Beckham left the field before the first half ended. The Giants getting smashed. Beckham was not even on the sideline at the start of the second half. And they didn't say he was hurt or anything like that. He came out of the tunnel after the kickoff. Uh, the initial thought was, well, maybe he had to take a poop. You know, when you have to go, you have to go. Maybe a nice number two there for Odell Beckham. Uh, the the Giants were spinning this. Uh, Pat Shermer said the embattled Giants coach that Odell needed an IV at the end of the first half. Uh, when asked if he could have stayed on the field for the final play, he said Beckham went back in the locker room. But the, the tour de force for Odell Beckham was when he – shadow boxed and headbutted a large fan that for some reason on a drizzly mildly cool night in New Jersey was on the sidelines you know those big box fans you see like in a way like what are they doing were they did they think maybe they got the forecast wrong and instead of temperatures in the 50s they were going to have a sudden spike in heat up to like 90 degrees is that what they were thinking so you know, Beckham was—he uh, was banging his head there, doing his thing, he's shouting, screaming, and shouting, and all that. He finished the game with 44 yards on six catches, but nobody's going to talk about that. And while Eli Manning will get discussed, his puke performance—it was all about Odell Beckham and his hissy fit—and uh, it was Tony Award worthy. I said that. On social media, and it was it was I I really have a place in my heart 
for the cartoonish t- uh, tantrum. I do. I- I've always enjoyed it. I mean, that's a weak spot. You know, other people get on here, you know, they get off my lawn, guys. Oh, this is terrible. It's tearing the team apart. I can't believe it. It's just not right. You know, they do that whole nonsense. Uh, no, I like it. I- I'm entertained by it. I mean, does that make me a bad person? I like this stuff. That doesn't mean I'm not going to bash Odell Beckham, but I enjoy the t- I enjoy the, the the cartoon act. It's wonderful. Now, before we get into the meat of the matter here, let's hear from some of the combats. I mentioned the the, the Pat Shermer uh, the quote. I kind of gave it to you, but here's Shermer in his own words. He was asked why OBJ took a, an early exit, why he was gone. Yeah, he had a he, an IV. You know, he just dehydrated again. He went back in the <laughs> locker room. Some guys' bodies kind of dehydrate quicker than others. So we just got to keep uh, looking for ways to make sure he stays hydrated. Yeah, well, the heat, again, you know, it's a tough night there in New York. It's the, the, the New Jersey. The conditions were, uh, the word I will use is oppressive, <laughs> would, be, would be the word I would use. Oh, it was just, it was just terrible. I mean, it's like, it's like playing football in Miami in the middle of uh, August. It's just brutal. I mean, my God, it was, it was horrible, horrific. No, it was, yeah. Uh, anyway, here's some more. Let's hear from Odell Beckham. Odell, uh, why did you take off? What happened? Let's hear the question and the answer. Odell, what happened at the end of the first half when you came We need to know. Uh, I was cramping, so I was trying to go get an IV because, you know, the halftime break is really like five, ten minutes. Um so if I can use a couple extra seconds, then go in there and get an IV, be able to come back out. That's uh, really all there was. Yeah. So now I, I could be the schmuck on the radio and say, well, your job as a professional athlete is to stay hydrated. You didn't do your job if you needed an IV at halftime. That's bad job by you. Right. Remember, this is out of LeBron James' playbook. Right, this is like remember LeBron has done this before. Right? Remember, he's, oh, I'm feeling cramping. I need IV fluid. I need the IV fluid. He, he's done that a few times. I think he did it in the playoffs this past year with Cleveland. Didn't he do that? I, I, I think he did. I think uh, I think he might have done that this past. I remember the, the, the most famous uh, incident was in San Antonio during the uh, NBA playoffs a few years back. But it, but anyway, this is about Odell Beckham. Uh, here, let's one more from Odell Beckham, and it's really what I want to talk about, the, the punching of the giant uh, fan, the, uh, the massive box fan, and uh, then the just kind of shouting and screaming and hollering and all that. Yeah, I was just trying to get myself going. I felt like some of those plays right after I was getting myself going was some of my best stuff. So I was just trying to get myself fired up. I did that, and it, it helped me. You know, there was a lot of things going on that, that had me fired up, and it helped me bring out that energy. I don't know a way around it, but but to, to get myself going. Yeah. And let me tell you, it really did work. I mean, it, the Giants were so good in the second half. Man, were they good. They were, right? I mean, come on. Listen, you saw the game. Garbage. No, no, don't say that. Come on. Sure, you know, they were down at halftime, 24 to 6. But in the second half, after halftime, the, the score, the, the Giants only gave up 10 points and they scored seven. So they only outscored by three in the second half. So clearly that worked. The IV worked. The, the Giants hung tough against the Eagles in the second half. All right, so the question, let's get to it. Cut to the chase. What would you give Odell Beckham 
on the the punching of the box fan, the punching of the, the the box fan, and also just the shouting and the whole thing leaving for the Ivy on the Maller scale of performance art, one to ten. We'll make ten. Robert De Niro playing Jake Lamada in the Raging Bull, a classic in Hollywood. Uh, that would be a ten. I'm gonna give this. Uh, I'm gonna go eight. I'm gonna give it an eight for Beckham. He's had better sideline shenanigans, but I'm gonna go eight. Uh, you've got the Human Shield, the Show Pony, and hobnobbing, and we'll mix all this together. We'll tie it together like I was a Cub Scout. I know how to tie things. I learned in the Cub Scout. Yeah, Scout honor. Damn right. All right, first of all, Odell Beckham. Here's my theory on this, okay? The Giants ought to hire me as a PR guy. I know the perfect spin. They don't even know how to spin this. I know how to spin. I'm, I am DJ spin master is what I am. Let me tell you something. The Giants ought to hire me, all right? I could be the PR guy for Big Blue. Here's my theory on this. Here's how the Giants should pitch it. Odell Beckham was being a leader. That is temper tantrum on the sideline was leadership. Why? The Giants were getting crushed. Eli Manning was playing like dog food and not not name brand dog food, generic dog food. Right? Horrific. So Beckham said, you know what? I'm a leader. I'm going to lead the Giants in song and dance is what I'm going to do. Dance! 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 That's what he did. Right? And by dancing, he deflected some of the finger pointing away from Elijah Manning, he worked as a human shield. Instead of the headlines being all about Eli, no, no, no. It's about Odell. uh, It was kind of a split. Odell's sideline routine and the choreographics on that. Uh, Beckham is the walking, talking sideshow. He's like if you go to the, the, the boardwalk or the county fair during the summertime, you see they have the fire eater, the human blockhead, you know, things like that, the sword swallower. He's like that. He's like a sideshow. It's, it's amusing. <laughs> and this is the new generation. I'm so excited to see what's next. You know, I remember the old guys, T.O. and Chad Ochocinco and Randy Moss, that generation, and now we've got this generation. It's only going to get better. It's only getting better. Now, secondly, some Odell Beckham fanboys, are, are saying that he was simply trying to get hyped. That's all he was doing. You heard Beckham reference that a little bit. There's nothing to see here. Uh, no. You can spin it that you were trying to get hyped, but the reality is this was frustration mixed with deflection and the need for attention. Now, this is uh, if I'm not the giant PR guy, I would say Odell Beckham is a show pony is what he is. Now, it's not bad to be a show pony. He is stylish. That Style works. Madison Avenue loves him. They love him. He's very stylish, very flamboyant, Odell Beckham. He has a need for performance. He does. He needs the limelight. He's got it, and Beckham's always aware at any moment. It's kind of like when you go into a shady part of town, they put up those cameras to keep an eye on crime. There's always a camera on Beckham when he's on the field. There's always a camera. And he knew exactly what he was doing. This is not something he thought, no one will be paying attention. I could just go over and box I can I can box this giant fan. Uh, no. No, he knew exactly what he was doing. He was frustrated. The team is puke. Saquon Barkley was doing well, starting to steal some of his thunder. Barkley had a statistically dominant game, much of it in garbage time, where he had 130 yards on the ground. He had 99 yards receiving. And so Odell, realizing, hey, I'm handicapped here. 
Uh, he's he's playing football with one arm tied behind his back and blindfolded with Elijah Manning, uh, who should be playing shuffleboard rather than football, uh, but continues to play football for the Giants. Beckham averaged 7.3 yards per reception. That is the lowest he's ever had in a game in his career. In his career, the worst he's ever played. Uh, we'll have more on Eli Manning in the uh, future uh, Maller monologue down the line. Uh, but this is about Beckham, right? This is all about the soap opera and Odell. It just hovers around, and it, it's it's great for talk radio. Uh, we need more of these self-absorbed, overly dramatic uh, performances and athletes. Uh, we get a lot of them. We do. But this idea the Giants have always been, well, we're kind of a blue-collar team and do your work, the Giants, that mentality of giant football. And Odell Beckham is about as far away from blue collar as you could pot. He can't even get within like three miles of a factory. He'll get he'll get like an illness. He'll need an IV. He provides great content, though, so I, I'm happy. I hope he plays another 10 years in the NFL. Now, the final word on this real quick. The, the Giants are in the Odell Beckham business for the long game, not the short game. Contracts, now, they can always be traded, and, and we can move contracts, but he just signed, and Beckham's the headliner. In New York, the Giants invested ninety-five million, not all guaranteed, but ninety-five million, and the chances of Beckham being traded are not that great. Even with this, the Giants are bad, but they're not that bad where they're going to unload everybody. I'd say plus four hundred of the fair odds, which is around a twenty percent chance, so an eighty percent chance Beckham stays. He's the brightest star in the Big Apple, and that matters. You think of New York sports, the New York sports scene, and Aaron Judge is making his mark with the Yankees, but he's not as big a star as Odell Beckham. And it doesn't even matter. The Giants have sucked. They've been terrible, and it doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. The Giants, their past 22 games are 4-18. and They're four, They are the Cleveland Browns not in Cleveland Brown uniforms is essentially what they are. They are. So what happens? You know, Beckham will continue on. He's going to hobnob, do some more hobnobbing there with the Manhattan elite. Uh, he'll do that. And the giant inner circle will circle the wagons, and they'll find him again, and they'll complain, and then they'll have to bite their tongue after that. And you know, It's not like you weren't wor- warned. You, you didn't have to be a distant relative of the great Nostradamus like myself to foreshadow that the quarterback sucks and and – you were warned, and you're just you're such a uh, contrarian. You're so stubborn that you kept Eli Manning. We uh, say hello. We're quick to Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie Judas Garcia. Not that I know the uh, better story is always in the losing locker that room. Correct. And, I mean that was uh, was a. I'm sure Eagles fans are hoping that this is now their team getting back on track. Carson Wentz looked pretty good, although he got lucky, I think, on a couple of those. Passes as well. Uh, any anything you take much out of this? If you're an Eagles fan, are you? I mean, you like the win, obviously, but uh, nah. not still not nah. ready to say that. Nah. Uh, because no. the other team didn't try. You know, if the Eagles win a game where the other team tries and puts effort in, then I'll say, well, there's they've got something. But the Giants, they weren't there. They checked out before the game started. I wish they would have announced they didn't want to play on Thursday because yeah. I would have bet on the Eagles. It would have been better for me. If that that had been the case, but no, this is the same team that lost back to back to the Titans and the Vikings, and they played a, a giant team who just didn't. They were disinterested. They weren't into it. And and the signature play. Did you watch the game, Eddie? I watched. Uh, yes. 
Oh, so you didn't. You're going to say you watched parts of it, but you want to say you watched the whole game. I watched parts of it. It was yeah. on. It was on. I was... So Nelson Aguilar, uh, he had a 58-yard yes. reception, which the way I would describe it is like he was fielding a kickoff. There was no one around him. <laughs> right, he, yes. He fielded it and then just turned. He was like, wait a minute. I can keep going and going and going. This is un- it, was un- it was like you would see on a Saturday morning at a – peewee football game no that's that's not that's not uh wrong that's yeah not wrong it was uh it was stunning finito done yeah well he said his team uh he's not worried about the team's effort there pat Shermer. yeah well you, you know why he said that because as a coach you always have to say the efforts there right because you that's the agreement well we're not talented enough with the efforts there right every coach 99 percent of coaches in my life and i've interviewed a lot of them unfortunately but I just listen to them. You don't have to interview them. Just listen to them talk. They all say, "Oh no, no, the effort's there. No, it's just not a, it's not a lot of the execution. Yeah, yeah. Got to have the execution. The effort is there. Yeah, because that's the cardinal sin. You'd agree, right, Eddie? If you, oh, sure. As a coach, that's a fireable offense. If your team plays like a bunch of dogs, you fire the coach, right? They can't. Your coach is supposed to motivate and give pep talks. And, and get the energy out of the players. And if that's not happening, you just fire the coach. Boy, Shermer sucks as a coach, doesn't he? Man, is he bad. You you can. But his press conferences are. Wonderful. I've waited a month, Eddie. They played six games. Yeah, he's entertaining because he he gets he's hot headed. You can tell. Yeah. He wants to say more than he actually says to the media. Like he he's wants. He's going to explode at some yeah. point. Yeah, he's had these little mini things, but the lava's building up, and it's going <laughs> it to go over the top <laughs> of the. Cannot win with him. Yeah. Cannot coach with him. Oh, we'd like that. Can't to do it. Yeah. Singletary like route, a rant, maybe an old school, a Danny Green back in the day. Yeah. Want to crown their ass? You want to crown them? Crown their asses. So many great rants. Or just a classic, the guy that used to work here, Jim Mora. Right? We couldn't do diddly poo. That's a great one. Do something like that. Give us We're a playing our ass off every day and got nothing to show right. for it. I'm tired of losing. I'm trying to get my ass beaten. So those guys. We're going to change this shit around and get after it. And only we can do it. The fans are pissed off, and I'm pissed off, and the players are pissed off. And that's the way it is. There's no easy way out of this. Can't feel sorry for ourselves. Got to buckle it up and get after it. Tired of damn losing this every night, and we bust our ass. It's got to be a total team effort to turn this thing around, and that's it. <laughs> I like how I like how Roberto's like, oh, there's more. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's more. He's, oh, he's still awesome, going. Man. The he's still, it's like a guy that's running through and breaking tackles. Oh, he's still on his feet. Oh, yeah. He's still he's still on he's his still feet. Going. He's, he's still, still going. going. John, they had a fire Shermer, the Giants. Hired John McLaren. He's got more passion than Shermer does. Hire McLaren. Who we cares sucked. if he's and we sucked at a yeah. time that you can't suck. Yeah, for the when the game was on, that's when you sucked. All right, we'll take your calls. Oh boy, we're late. Uh 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. I am on time, Mallard. Plausibly on time. Uh plausibly by the clock. <laughs> all right, so anyway, for the clock, all about the clock, unless I'm not. 877-99 on Fox. Call if you want. I don't really care. You've got next. We'll get to that. The pizza's arrived. We'll do it next. On the Ben Maller Show, we specialize in sarcasm, snark, and satire, all things needed to survive, the shady late-night characters on Twitter. Let your thoughts be heard by the masses under the cover of the microblogging website. Follow your host, Ben Maller, on Twitter. He is at Ben Maller. And you can tweet at and follow me, Eddie Garcia, your humble newsman, voice of reason, sidekick, all that stuff. I'm at Eddie on Fox. It's so big, I don't think you could really kind of get your mouth around it. I mean, it's you know what I'm saying? We play that an awful lot, Roberto, I'm just saying. And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller. I know you're not proud of it, Eddie. It's okay. You know, it's nothing to be ashamed of, Eddie. It's all right. 
When are you leaving the country? You're leaving the country, aren't you? Soon? Yes. Next week? Uh, I work uh, Sunday night into Monday, and then Monday night into Tuesday, and then I'm off. For three months? Is that right? Two weeks. Two weeks? Wow. Two Baller, weeks, man. man. Last time I took two weeks off, I was fired. That's the last <laughs> time I took two weeks. I'm so paranoid. I blame the program director at the uh, station in San Diego when I first started on radio. Uh, and he, he gave this like lecture. And any anytime somebody took vacation, like a long vacation, like they never they never came back. That was it. They just vanished. It was like Joseph Stalin was running the radio station. He just make him disappear. Oh. It was unbelievable. I, I hope to be coming back. Yeah. yeah. No, I hear you. Well, good luck, Eddie. Thank you. Hey, Ben. Yes, Koopaloo. I saw the schedule. You did? Oh, yeah, I did too, yeah. Oh, it sounds, Roberto's, <laughs> Roberto's <laughs> voice sounded a little what, disappointed. Is, is uh, Yogi Bear going to be coming in and doing the, uh, <laughs> the reports? You saw, how come, oh, wait a minute, let me see. Oh, I think I got this. I never checked my company email. Yeah, you're too big, you're too big no, time for that, man. No, 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 no. let me explain. Uh, I know, you'll learn this, Roberto. But in radio or any business, when they let you go, the first thing they shut off is the company email. So I don't even <laughs> check it. I didn't even bother checking it. Well, that'll prevent you from being fired. Just no, it won't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, crap. Crap, 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 crap. Uh-huh. Eddie? Yeah. I'm, I'm upset with you, Eddie. I, just, I have nothing to do fault. with it. This I, is your fault, Eddie. I have Eddie. nothing to do with that. This is your fault. Is that? That must be a misprint. Can you call management coop and wake them up? And That can't be right, can it? I, I thought I thought that there was uh, that he was occupied. I mean, I don't even. We have a triple shot of Wreck It Ralph next week. A triple shot. Am I go- really? It could, about, it could be two weeks. weeks. I don't know yet. Yeah. <sighs> Man, can we put like a wall on the door so he can't come in during the break? Can we do that? I don't think those doors have locks on them, unfortunately. Really? <laughs> you no, can barricade yourself in oh, there. Crap, man. Can I? Can I do the? The show from the remote studio? Can I? No? Oh, Eddie. I mean, I, we, we've, we've worked together a long time, Eddie. This is not, I mean, you don't do me like this, Eddie. I, mean, I, I, I have no control over that Eddie. whatsoever. Eddie's the only guy, or not Eddie, but but uh, Ralph's the only guy I've ever worked with when I asked him, hey, do you have an answer for the Who Am I game? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like me to have a talk to, with him about that? Because he, he does come in. Uh, following me sometimes, I could talk. Yeah. I give him a little talk. Oh, he just like talks to me before the show, during the show. I'm not used to that. These are things I'm not used to. I'm used to just coming in here, sitting by myself, talking, <laughs> and then, then leaving. It's very odd. He's like very curious. He's going to tell me the same five stories we talk about all the time. We tell a couple stories about Hacksaw back in the day. Old stories about Jim Rome when he did a local show in San Diego, and Ralph always has a story about his days in Orlando. <laughs> He was the program director of a radio station in Orlando. He yeah. tells me all about that. That sounds wonderful. I don't know why you worked would, at UCLA. Uh, like that. I've heard them all. It's like my dad. When my dad, <laughs> my dad has nothing to say. You know, dogs, man's best friend, Ben. You know, it's uh, I've got uh, uh, yeah, these dogs are great. And he gives me the same rap. I'm like, I heard that yesterday, Dad. All right, every day is the same damn thing. All right, we'll continue on. We'll take some calls. Uh, I guess eight seven seven ninety nine. On Fox, 877-996-6369. And we will get You've Got, uh, we'll get to You've Got next. A lot of people having fun with Odell Beckham. Uh, Attila, the truck driver, writes in. He says, Odell Beckham left to get an IV treatment and probably a pepperoni pizza. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, pepperoni and a little powder on the side.
little powder, puff, puff, powder. All right, we'll press on, and right now, Eddie Garcia to get you caught up with the latest. Eddie. Well, we will start, of course, with NFL Thursday Night Football at NFC East Clash in New York. It was all Eagles as the team for Philadelphia rolls over the Giants. 34-13 was the final. Carson Wentz, quarterback of Philadelphia, 26 of 36 passing, 278 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions. Two of those three touchdown passes went to wide receiver Alshon Jeffrey. Philadelphia now 3-3 three and three on the season and tied for first in the NFC East. The Giants now 1-5 on the year and last That's a in the division. Record. It's not yeah. really very good at all. No? We had some Thursday night college football in the Big 12. Texas Tech winning at TCU 17-14. Red Raiders quarterback Jet Duffy. That's a good name. It's a good Texas uh, name. Yeah. yeah. They had a touchdown pass and a fourth quarter touchdown run, which was the game-winning a score. quarterback in Texas named Jet. Jet, yeah. Jet Duffy. Uh, Major League Baseball will get underway with the National League Championship Series on Friday. Game one in Milwaukee. Brewers hosting the Dodgers. Down eight, go the Brewers. 8 o'clock You're Eastern losing. time. You're going to lose, Brewers. On You're FS1. a bunch of losers. Clayton Kershaw getting the start in game oh. one of this series. Don't choke, Clayton. Against Gio Gonzalez of uh, Milwaukee. You better not defecate on the mound there in Wisconsin. They have anti-defecation laws. You'll be arrested. <laughs> Yeah, that would be bad. Don't do that. A couple NHL games of note. Predators shut off the Jets 3-0. Maple Leafs win again, beating the Red Wings 5-3. And the Penguins knock off the Golden Knights 4-2. This report brought to you by True Car. Online car shopping can be confusing, but not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Ben, the uh, fallout from the Khabib-Connor McGregor fight uh, continuing. Now the Nevada Athletic Commission announcing that uh, both fighters have been temporarily suspended. They're going to have an official hearing on October 24th where it is expected that they will extend these suspensions. I'm guessing to about the time that they have, I don't know, a rematch and everyone can make a bunch of uh, money once again on this. You little weasel! A lot of of going through the motions, a lot of, uh, you know, things in name alone, so to speak, on this. I mean, what are they suspending them from? They're, they're not fighting for a while, so yeah. you suspend them for a couple of months, it, it, it means well, absolutely well, nothing. Khabib's hanging out with his buddy Putin I now, saw that so, picture, you know, yeah. a good time. Why not? Let him chill out you know, in Mother Russia. They're good, and uh, that, that's, that's Putin. Putin will make a couple of phone calls, okay? That's what he's going to do. He'll just, he'll, if he has to poison somebody, he'll poison somebody. No, Done. no. All right? <laughs> Khabib will be fine. No problem. It'll just be some tourists. It's not going to be. It's all a misunderstanding, Eddie, I'm sure. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. All right. Well, good luck to McGregor and Khabib. Uh, McGregor's got more time, though, to sell the You little weasel! Sell the booze, right? Go on that booze cruise, uh, sell a bunch of that. It is the Ben Maller Show. We're coming to you from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. To the phones we go and Matt. Normally on the Cape, but he's hanging out in Sin City, the Lost Wages, Nevada. What's going on, Matt? Oh, Ben, that was one of your, I think that was your shining moment, just dumping on my Giants tonight. Felt good. They dumped on themselves. So. Yeah, that's true. Uh, it is not Lost Wages for this guy. It has been a fantastic few days here in Vegas. Uh, good. Winning a bunch of money, uh, with the exception of the stupidity that I did in the sports book tonight. Uh, oh, no, you didn't. You didn't do it, did you? Well, I I I, I broke out the Maller maneuver though with the gambler's insurance. So, oh good. In, in, in where I'm staying, I did the stupid bet with the Giants. But then, you know, last night we we were over at MGM, so I went in the sports book there with the gambler's insurance, and and we made a nice play okay. over there. Good. We we yeah. we went Eagles. We went over, and we parlayed it. 
Okay, so you're 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 doing okay then. That's all right. Yeah, we did all right. Yeah. It's it's been a very good trip. It's been a very very good right. trip. Just don't go uh, don't go trip. don't go back to the cave. Just stay there. You know, you get, a, get uh, a party. I am in the room and done. I just put the wife on the plane and I am done gambling. It has been a fantastic trip. Oh, see, that's good. Now, do you? The key part where they really get you, it's kind of like when you go to the, the grocery store and they have the little things right near the checkout stand. The key is when you check out of the hotel to not stop at one of the one of the tables on your way out saying, yeah, just uh, you know, bet on black, you know, or something like that. Just you got to keep going. You got to keep going. Self control is the key. I, I sent the yeah. winnings home with the wife. Good. It's a good move. That's a solid move. All right. I didn't trust myself. Where are you where are you staying, by the way? Where are you at? Stratosphere. Oh, Stratosphere. Yeah, I've stayed there before. Yeah, and uh, I was there one time. It was winter time, and not not very good. But and I, did you go to the the plaza where I told you the most depressing part of Vegas is the the Greyhound bus station? Did you go there? I did not. Oh, no, we today today we took yeah. it easy. We went pool today, and we we went down the street and saw the Pawn Pawn Wars place because my wife loves the show. So, oh, Pawn Stars, you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of dumpy, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. It's right. It is. It's right like a seedy part of Vegas, and there's a bunch of pawn. You know, it's all pawn shops, like a whole thing, a big, big thing of pawn shops. All right. Well, uh, Ma- I, Ma- I think Ma- I saw yes. the. I think I saw the guy that was next to me at the blackjack table, though. Oh, really? Yeah, I think oh, yeah. I think he was over there. I don't know what that yeah, was all I was about. Trying to get a little more money to gamble with. Yeah, sure. I got you. All right. Well, safe travel. You're driving back, right? So you'll be back uh, next week or something. Yeah. Yeah, loading up here in Vegas and going down to Arizona and then headed back to the Northeast. Yeah. I want to point out, Matt said he was going to come meet us. He lied. Not coming to meet I us. I did. Yeah. That's, you're in line with Uh-oh. all the other people. Jed who fled, did Blind Scott, Real Talk. These people vanish. How dare you? You know, there was a point when I was up as big as I was that I looked at my wife and said, we should just fly to L.A. Yeah. And go see Mallet. Yeah, sure. Get you a couple and seats, some said. popcorn, the whole thing, yeah. She she just shook her head and said, "You and Malice." <laughs> All right, well, be good. I and mean, your uh, wife's back home. Uh, thank you, Matt. Be good, man. All right, there he goes, uh, Matt, the big Giants fan. Let's go uh, from a Giant fan to an Eagle fan. Philly Rob. I'm sure this guy will not be braggadocious at all. Hello, Philly Rob. Hello, Ben. Fly, Eagles, fly. 15 minutes, the game was over, just like Keiko. <laughs> the game was actually over in sooner than 15 minutes. You didn't even, you didn't even need to wait 15 minutes the way, the way this game went. Yeah. And, and the best is, Wentz didn't even play his best game. Oh, stop. Listen, we can go stop. on a roll. Look at his stats. He started at 85 QBR. Yeah. Today was 122, and he can get better. Yeah, yeah. you know that's misleading. I, you're optimistic. You're supposed to say that as an Eagle apologist, but let's be realistic. Yeah. This, was, and, this was not a competition. Anybody would And let's not team. talk bad about Pat Shermer. We want him to stay there because I know he's not a good head coach, <laughs> just like Jason Garrett. Let him stay in those positions. The, we need to rule the NFC East. Eagles are going to lose the next two games. Book it. Carolina we'll and Jacksonville back to back. Carolina at home, Jacksonville on the road. We'll, they'll lose. We'll both. see. Yeah. Jacksonville's in London. Oh, that's right. Well, it is on it's the road. It's a road game for them too. Yeah, but they play in London. They're going to move to London eventually. So yeah, Fournette's got Fournette's going to be out. We can Doesn't win both matter. those games. And, Eagle, hey, Eagles going. Carolina to, played these same Giants on Sunday, and they had to kick a sixty-three yard yeah. field goal because, at the end of the game to win. Because Carolina didn't take the game seriously. That's why. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. You know, on I'm, any given Sunday. Oh, no, stop. Stop on any given <laughs> Sunday, please. Non- nonsense. Nonsense. Coming back. Eagles are coming back. Yeah. Okay. No, they're not. You're 500. Congrat- you're 3-3 three and three now. Right? Congratulations. It's a big win. 
Three and three. Thank you, Philly Rob. Remember, I, I don't hate everything about Philadelphia. I love the cheesesteak. Wonderful. My uh, buddy Tony Bruno back in the day, a uh, big fan of Tony's. Radio legend from Philadelphia. Jamie Apodi, who was an intern uh, years ago, and she's a TV personality. There's a few people. Gargano, we like Gargano, right? Big radio guy in Philly. We like him. Friend. All right, we'll press on here. It is. I saw her yeah. boobs. Now I'm a believer. Uh, sure, why not? So you've got next. The odds are out on the next quarterback to be benched. Who is the favorite to be benched? Eddie, do you know who the favorite is to be benched? At, this is after week six, so not this weekend. The favorite to be yeah, benched. Yeah, who is the favorite? With a well, there's it's a forty percent chance that this person will be benched after the game this weekend. Hmm. I love that. That was good music. Thank you. Um, do I have to pay for royalties on that? Probably nah, not. No, no. I think good. you're. I yeah. think you're good with that. Okay. Take your time, Eddie. Don't mind I'm, the clock. I'm going through my head. I'm going through the teams. Right. I'm going thinking. Through, I'm thinking. You're, you're scrolling through your ah, phone. Not, uh, you know, Eli is the only one that really comes to mind. So No, not Eli. Eli only has a 9% chance because the Giants don't have a backup. So he's got a 9% chance. He's on the list, but at 9% plus 1,000. Derek, it, it, it's not going to be yeah, – I was going to say it's not going to be Derek no, Carr because they've at, got nobody to back yeah, him up. A.J. McCarron? Yeah, he's at plus 1,000. I'll, I'll just give it to you. Jameis Winston. Jameis no. Winston. Yeah. Yeah, 40% chance. He goes out, sucks against the Falcons, and they're like, hey, wait a minute. Let's go back to Fitzpatrick. Why not? We were good. We could score some points until the Bears game with Fitzpatrick. He's the favorite based on the odds. I don't see it. I don't see it. I think they go go a little longer. Well, who would be ahead of him? Eli would be ahead of him. No, they have no back. The the Bucs at least have somebody they can put out there and say, well, this guy was good for a couple weeks. The Amish Rifle. Do you have a problem with the musket, the Amish musket? No, Come I, on. I don't, but we know what he is. Yeah, we know what Jameis Winston is. Not good. Eh, probably better than Fitzpatrick. Uh, I disagree. And he's, Let's he's talk getting, football, not drama. I think he's getting the, paid more money than they're Fitzpatrick. The they got to get him out there. They're the same, Winston. Winston's just younger, so people think, well, he'll be better. He's inconsistent. Fitzpatrick's inconsistent. Winston's inconsistent. Time now for the, against the hard one. That's here. right. Time for the Who Am I game. We have the NFL Pick'em. NFL pick him coming up in a moment. Here's the Who Am I game. And, Eddie, are you going to eat that pizza over there, Eddie? Of course. Right. It smells delicious in here. Well, I have to wait for you to eat because I, that, that's yours. Why do you have to wait for me? Well, it's, I'm being polite. It's your for you. Oh, well, right? you have my permission to. Well, no. Has no. Coop eaten? Oh, what a, oh, are you wow. kidding me? Coop. He was you're eating a, as he was carrying it back from the from the outside. Such a that's not true. Coop, come on. You see, the, the courtesy Coop, is. I, I saw uh, you stuff in your face over there when I was asking for the, for the reads. Wow. I was not eating it as I was walking back with it. <laughs> he waited till he it's not, not safe to walk and eat. All right, well, here it is, the Who Am I game. By the way, thanks to Rob in Vegas. Thank you, Rob. Appreciate it. Thank I am, you, Rob. I am the only quarterback in the NFL that has accounted for 100% of my team's offensive touchdowns. Again, I'm the only quarterback in the NFL that has accounted for 100% of my team's offensive touchdowns. Who am I? The answer next. Almost all talk shows sound the same after a while. Think of us as a sports talk oasis from the mundane. The Ben Maller Show Facebook page is our own unique meeting place with over 2 billion of our closest friends, most of whom ignore us. Please take a second to like our page. Go to Facebook.com slash Ben Maller Show. Now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. And here's the Who Am I game. The only quarterback I am in the entire league that has accounted for 100% of my team's offensive touchdowns. This should be easy. 
Mike from the LBC clearly is not easy. He went with Andrew Luck. Todd Collins tossed out by Lamont. Ed from Spokane's going with Aaron Rodgers' estranged dad. Martin says, Geico, Geico, Geico. Ernie's going old school Fox Sports Radio morning personality. Van Earl Wright. Wow, what happened to him? Uh, who else do we have here? Page down, page down here. Uh, can't do that one on the air. Uh, Rod says, uh, Ben, it's my other brother, Rod. Rod Sloan. Yeah, sure. I'm sure it is Rod. Rod's a great player. Uh, who else do we have? Cam Newton from Jeff. Let's see, some of these I can't read here. Don Heinrich from Patrick, the Uber black driver in San Diego. Joe in San Antonio is going with Danny White. Eddie, what say you, Eddie? Uh, it's John Freeze. Mr. Freeze. Uh, no. But it is fellow bed salesman for sleep number, Kirk Cousins of the Vikings, the only one, 100% of the offensive touchdowns. Tremendous job by the Viking running game there. They've really been marvelous this year in Minnesota running the ball. Real quick, Bob in Bowling Green, and then we get to the NFL Pick'em. Hello, Bob. Hey, what's up, brother? I just wanted to call and tell you that I'm trying to score you a bobblehead along with your hat, so I haven't forgot you. All right. And and I'm just so tired of Odell Beckham. My God, if he was any more of a jackass, people would try to put a saddle on him and ride him up and down the Grand Canyon. It's a very nice visual, but uh, yeah. All right, well, thank you, Bob. I got you on, Bob, because I know you're you're a legend and all that, and I had to get you on. But uh, but thanks, Bob. Let's get there. Here we go. Let's do it right now. Just imagine Odell at the Grand Canyon. Up and down you go. Here we go. It's NFL Pick'em. We'll pick a quarterback, running back, tight end, and a couple receivers. Who is going first here, Coop DeLoop? That would be Eddie Garcia. Oh, Mr. Hockey. Uh, Todd Gurley. Uh, I don't know about that. Uh, who else do we have? Roberto, you're next. Kareem Hunt. All right, and Koopaloo. I'll go with Christian McCaffrey. All right, you can have him. I'm going to take, let's see, your eeny, meeny, miny, moe. Give me Antonio Brown and Travis Kelsey. Coop. Uh, I will go with Jarvis Landry. Jarvis Landry, all right. Very good. And Roberto. I'll go with Gronk. The Gronk attack. Eddie, the back-to-back Eddie. I'll take Kirk Cousins. You can have him. And Eric Ebron. Wow. Uh, Roberto. Patrick Mahomes. Okay. Koopa Loop. Who you got, Koop? I'll go with... uh, 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 (laughs) I'll go with Flacco. (laughs) (laughs) Ha ha! Flacco? Yeah. What are you, drunk? I don't know. I'm going to take Matt... Panic pick. Matt Ryan is my quarterback. You could have had Matt Ryan. That would have been a better pick. And I will also take... Melvin Gordon been picked? No. No. Uh, I'll take Melvin Gordon of the L.A. Chargers of San Diego. Koopa Loop, hurry up. Julian Edelman. Roberto. Julio Jones. Eddie. Devontae Adams Ed- and Cooper yeah. Cup. Roberto. Adam Thielen. Coop. A.J. Green. Wow, we did it quick. Uh, Julian Edelman. Did I get I, oh, I said Julian Edelman. Him. Oh, Adam yeah. Thielen then. Did, uh, somebody picked him David. too. Julio Jones. Yeah, somebody picked him too. R- Robert Woods. <laughs> <laughs> I got nobody else. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Plausibly, Thursday night NFL is supposed to be about entertainment, right? Was there anything entertaining about the Eagles-Giants game? It sucked. Welcome in the beginning of another hour. It's the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast, 
Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. It's all you have to do. Very simple. And watching Elijah Manning play quarterback, watching him attempt to move around, he is the immovable object. Uh, he just, it's amazing. He's sitting there. He's about as slow as dial-up internet, watching him try to play quarterback for the Giants, and uh, it was just about as bad as you can be. Now, the Eagles, I didn't think they did anything spectacular. They just happened to compete. The Giants didn't compete, and it was a 31-13 route or route, depending on where you grew up. Uh, Eli Manning, that stench coming out of New Jersey, in addition to the swampland, is also a courtesy of Mr. Manning, who was brutal. Now, Saquon Barkley was not brutal, and he played well, but it's one of those things where it's a lot of garbage time, stat-stuffing type thing. The game was over, essentially was over when it began, because the Giants didn't want to be there. See, if you don't want to be there, it's like, well, wait a minute. But Saquon Barkley put up some numbers, and uh, I got to tell you, Joe Buck, uh, man, does he have a man crush. There is a bromance, Joe Buck and Saquon Barkley. We need to investigate that more later. But he was just uh, smooch, 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 smooch. Man, was he a big, big fan there. Yeah. What about it? Barkley had a couple of big plays in the first half, and Joe Buck was I, – I wish my my dad would talk about me the way Joe Buck talked about Saquon Barkley. He was really into him. The kind of things he would say about – no, seriously, the kind of things he would say about like Aaron Rodgers back in the day and wax poetic, and he still does. Brett Favre uh, years ago. Usually those – Relax. Well, that, those accolades are normally reserved for the quarterback. But they they were landing on thick, man. He was just going on and on. Well, he played well. I'm sure that'll that'll help his marketing. Because one thing we learned from the New York Giants in recent years, it doesn't matter if you actually win these games, the most famous play of Odell Beckham's career, the signature play of Odell Beckham's career, he had a hissy fit in this game. But the signature play of his career was this one-handed catch in a Sunday night football game uh, early in the season against the Cowboys. It was a game the Cowboys won. The Giants lost the game, but the legend was born of Odell Beckham, and the legend continues today. But this hour is not about legends. It's not. We have more pressing business to get to. We'll circle back around to what was the Thursday night game, but we need to talk about what is going to happen this weekend. We will get Nostradamus in here. Well, I'm, a dist- I'm not actually Nostradamus. I'm a distant relative of Nostradamus, and let's do it right now. Here we go! Welcome, players. You're welcome. Are you up for more Maller Mayhem? It's time now. The Benny versus the Penny. And we begin a full look, a retrospective on week six. Looking ahead, anticipating, leading up to a football palooza. That's how we do it. So exciting. Cannot. This is not pointless. This is not useless at all. No, no, no. We're building up. It's the preamble to the full week six. And Benny versus the Penny. We will not 
be talking about the Detroit Lions. We will not be discussing the New Orleans Saints because they are on a nice tropical vacation. No football. No football for them. But plenty of other teams are in action, and we're already 0-1. We hate being 0-1. We, we like to win the Thursday night game to be 1-0, so we feel better about the weekend, but we're 0-1 to start. We had, well, we had the Eagles. Uh, lo- we had the Eagles losing. It's a bad job by us. I actually thought the Giants were going to win. Home teams were 5-0 and this season on Thursday night football. They're not 5-0 and anymore. <laughs> All right, Koopa Loop. How did we do last week? Week 5 was did not start out well. Did not start out particularly great. I thought it was a mediocre week for me. But you're not supposed to pick every game. You're only supposed to pick a couple games. But overall, how did we do? Uh, overall, Ben, you were six, eight, and one. It's a losing week, and the penny was seven, seven, and one. That's a losing week, also. Uh, you have to win over fifty-two percent. I think it's closer to fifty-three percent of your bets because of the vig to make money. That is true. So you can't just be five hundred. You lose money on that. But if you recall from last week, you had taken a one-game lead over the penny. Yeah. So overall, throughout the season. Yeah. You are both 41, 33, and 4. So we're both making money, but we have had a rough patch the last couple of weeks. This has not gone well. I feel like ever since I've done Benny versus the Penny, yeah. this is the longest into the season that you guys have been tied. Uh, you're you're a young whippersnapper, Kubaloo. Back in the day, I used to dominate the Penny. <laughs> yeah, I did. I did. All right, can we get to it? Yes. All right, let's get to it. First game on our board is a Fox game, Arizona 1-4 and four at Minnesota. Yes, you need to watch. It's on Fox. Sam Rosen, beloved New York sportscaster, hockey guy, Sam Rosen, and Rondé Barber have the call on Fox. The Vikings opened up an 11-point favorite. They are currently favored by 10.5. Now, the, the pick for me is the Cardinals. The, the public loves Minnesota in this spot, and they are getting 90%. Uh, last I checked, of the, the money, it's all on the side of Minnesota. Now, a couple of reasons why I like the Cardinals. I don't love them. I like them. The Cardinal defense is pretty weak other than Patrick Peterson. And so I understand the logic why Joe Public is betting on Minnesota because the assumption is Kirk Cousins can just sit back and tee off and there's a pass for Stephon Diggs. There's a pa- pass for Adam Thielen. But did you know that Arizona is the only team – to allow more rushing touchdowns than passing touchdowns. The weakness, the real weakness of the Cardinals' defense is the run defense. And and the Vikings, they've been unable to matriculate the ball down the field on the ground. So this appears to be an opportunity for the Cardinals here because if they can just kind of hang around pass defense and force the Vikings to run, and the Vikings, they, they don't run. They don't even try to run. As an opportunity there to keep it close. Remember, you don't have to win the game if you're the Cardinals. You just have to hang around. Now, number two, the value is with Arizona on this side. Not, not that I love Josh Rosen. I don't. But you're getting a double-digit team, and most NFL games are within a touchdown or less. That is a wonderful gift if, if the games are within one score and you're getting a two-score margin here at 10.5 points. And, and this is also a letdown spot for Minnesota. All right, the Vikings are coming off. A game where they attempted to avenge the NFC Championship disgrace against Philadelphia. They won that game. You're not going to get up for the Arizona Cardinals, the 1-4 Cardinals. So I'm playing the mental aspect, and I'm getting double digits. Now, the Vikings are going to win this game, but they're not going to cover the spread. The final, Vikings 26, Cardinals 18. 
The penny picks with the public. Yep. Going with the Vikings. Yeah. Clown. Quoting Deshaun Watson. The L.A. Chargers of Carson, formerly of San Diego, at 3-2 and two, take on the Cleveland Browns at 2-2-1. Two, two, and one. And The Chargers, this game opened to pick them. The Chargers are a one-point road favorite. The public, no heavy lean on either side, the information that we have here at Fox, but there's a slight edge to the Chargers as the road team as a one-point favorite. I'm going the other way. I'm going to take the Browns in this game over the Chargers. A couple of reasons why. Historically, it's you can blindfold yourself. It's, a, it's just a solid bet to go against the West Coast team playing the early game in the Eastern time zone. Traditionally, that has been a profitable outcome, good, bad, or ugly, no matter how the, the team is. The, the Chargers are also at a disadvantage here because the Browns' defense is no joke. Now, they're not a playoff team. Playoffs? But they do lead the NFL with 15 takeaways through five weeks, more than they've had each of the past two seasons. They are an opportunistic defense, and that is a problem because Phillip Rivers is known for turning the ball over. So is Baker Mayfield so far. But I love Cleveland up front winning at the line of scrimmage. And if they do that, if they manhandle the Chargers' offensive line the way I believe they will up front, they will then force Phillip Rivers into making poor decisions, and that will lead to turnovers. So I have a small lean on the Brownies. Cleveland, 27. The Chargers, 23. I have a feeling there's going to be some separation this week, Ben. The penny goes with the Chargers. Yeah. Okay. Good luck. The penny's just picking chalk. Two two games, chalk, 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 chalk. That's what the penny's doing. Next up, Chicago. Chicago and Miami, the monsters of the midway heading to South Florida. The Bears 3-1, and one. Miami 3-2, and two. Chicago coming off their bye week. It's on Fox. You better watch. Someone named Brian Custer. I don't know who that is. And Greg Jennings will call the game on Fox. I'm sure it'll be wonderful. The public likes the Bears. In fact, over 70%, according to the data that we have on the Bears, 70% of the money, I'm going the other way. I'm taking the Dolphins because I'm a glutton for punishment. I'm a mashugana, as my grandfather would say back in the day. The Dolphins have played two crap games back-to-back. They have. They got blown out in Foxborough, didn't compete. They regurgitated a 17-point lead. Last week against the Bengals. And I had the Dolphins. And they blew it. They didn't even cover. Getting six and a half. Why am I going back around? Why am I doing that? I'm an idiot. That's why. But no, this is this team is desperate for home cooking. It's And cooking will be done. 86 degrees, the game time temperature, with a nice, thick humidity, Miami style. It's just what the weatherman ordered here. And it will help bake the Bears, nice roasted bear, uh, in the second half of this game. And B, Chicago has suddenly become the popular pick for popular people because of the Khalil Mack trade and a complete undressing of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But that is misleading, and I'm going to tell you why. Much like in the Thursday night game, if you watched last night, the Giants just didn't compete and the Eagles did whatever they wanted, the same thing happened. In that game between Tampa and Chicago, Tampa just didn't show up. They were not there, and Chicago slashed them up and down. And Mitch Trubisky had six touchdown passes. He's not even that good. It's back to Realityville. 
You take the home dog. You're getting a field goal here on a hot day in Miami. Dolphins 20, Bears 17. Penny agrees going with the Dolphins. Right, we'll keep it going. It's Benny versus the Penny. Next up, Carolina 3-1 and one at Washington. As we break them all down on Fox Sports Radio, Kenny Albert has this game on Big Fox with Charles Davis, the voice of Madden football. The Redskins opened a one-point favorite. They are still favored by one. The public loves Carolina in this game. They can't get enough. Carolina, 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 Carolina. I say no. There's value here with the Redskins. So I am going to take the Washington Redskins. The Panthers have to jumpstart their deep passing game. We talked about this the other day. There is no deep passing game. What is the weakness of the Redskins? Well, everything was the weakness of the Redskins Monday night, but especially the deep passing game. Based on how the Redskins played against the Saints, this is a good opportunity. Right? Carolina, you figure, well, oh, they're going to dominate. Not that easy. You expect one of the repercussions of that game. Generally, teams, as we've talked about, don't have back-to-back stink bombs like that. Alex Smith and friends, short week, you get embarrassed. Remember, Carolina needed a 60-plus-yard field goal to beat the Giants at the buzzer, so they have their own issues. I like home dogs. I know it's a small small number here, and the Redskins now favored by one, but the value is with the Redskins as a one-point favorite. It's a zigzag play because, again, teams generally don't have back-to-back blowout losses, uh, so I'll take the Redskins 24, Panthers 22. Penny picks the Panthers. Penny picks the Panthers. A lot of P's there, and we will press on. We'll get to the rest of Benny versus the Penny. Time now to see how smart you are. We'll ask you a question, and then you can answer on Twitter, at Ben Maller. That's at Ben Maller if you want to be part. Here it is. 88% of Blank's rushing attempts have gained positive yardage. That's the highest rate for all running backs with 50 or more rushing attempts this season. Again, 88% of Blank's rushing attempts have actually gained positive yardage. It's pretty good. Highest rate, in fact, for all runners with 50 or more attempts this season. The answer and more of Benny versus the Penny next. So take that in your pooper and pop it. <laughs> yeah. On the Ben Maller Show, we specialize in sarcasm, snark, and satire. All things needed to survive the shady late-night characters on Twitter. Let your thoughts be heard by the masses under the cover of the microblogging website. Follow Ben on Twitter. He's at Ben Maller. And you can tweet at and follow our executive producer. He's usually manning the phones, but not this hour. He is the liar, liar, and the menace of the Fox Sports Radio Network. It's the Coop de Loop, Justin Cooper. And he's at UH Bronco Fan. And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller. We get back to Benny versus the Penny, man versus coin. But first, well, I'm glad we didn't do Benny versus... Uh, the nickel, because Coop wouldn't be able to do it. Uh, anyway, all right. <laughs> <laughs> <a> good point. <laughs> I just realized that. Uh, 88% of Blank's rushing attempts have gained positive yardage. That's the highest rate for all running backs with 50-plus attempts this season. Fill in the blank. Frank, in L.A., he gave us the Who Am I game yesterday. He's going with Icky Woods is his answer. Anthony checks in with Dilly Dilly. Who else do we have? Josh Gordon. Uh, he says, on drugs, Ed from Spokane. The Nigerian Nightmare, Christian Okoye from J-Scoop. The pride of Azusa, Pacific. Uh, who else do we have? Bob Marley from Jay. 
Formerly in Philly, now he's in Florida. Who else? Page down, page down. Uh, Bob got this right. He has a competitive advantage. Mr. Wonderful's going with touchdown Tommy Vardell is his answer. Philly Rob's still listening. Corey Clement. Well, he's all in now. He's, oh, Eagles won. Corey Clement's the greatest running back ever. Mike Allstott, guessed by Jonathan. Eddie, do you have an answer, Eddie? Of course I have an all answer, right. Ben. It's Byron Bam Morris. Byron Bam Morris. Uh, no. The correct answer, the pride of Auburn via the Detroit Lions. Carry on Johnson, the rookie running back out of Auburn. 88% of his attempts have gone for positive yardage. Let's be positive about this. It's Benny versus the Penny, man versus coin. Here we go back to it. Indianapolis, one and four at the Jets, two and three. Man, this thing is, this game has like fleas on it. It's so bad. Uh, the Jets open a three point favorite. They are favored by two and a half in this particular game. The public loves the Colts. They can't understand how the Jets can be favored in this game. They say, what's wrong with you people? Uh, I can, and I like the Jets. Uh, The Jets are the better team here. They are. They don't have a better quarterback. Both quarterbacks are, are questionable, but I'll take the Jets. Sam Darnold has been slightly better at home than he has on the road, but he's a hot mess. You know, Just about anywhere he's been a hot mess. That doesn't matter. You gotta move away. There are other ways to win football, like running the football, right? The the Sam Darnold passing for two hundred yards or less in four of five games sucks. But the key to this game is the Jets running game. They emasculated the Broncos last week. The Indy run defense is not one of their strong points. You can run against the Colts. You ride the the combo backfield of Isaiah Crowell, who can wipe his ass with the football up and down the field, and also Bilal Pyle, those two guys. You put those guys back to back, and you run, 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 run. That's what you do. Secondly, Andrew Luck, deceiving, deceiving stats. We mentioned it last week against the Patriots. The low information fan thinks he's back, right? He when the game was on the line, he was bad, right? In garbage time, he was stat stuffing like Russell Westbrook. Man, was he good at stat stuffing. But the Colts feature the most pass-happy offense in the NFL. There's no balance here. Don't be hoodwinked. The Colts are headed to the glue factory. They lose this game. Jets 20, Colts 17. Fun fact, Ben. Nickels are actually only 25% nickel, 75% copper. Oh, so you'll only be 25% allergic. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, The penny picks the Colts. Okay, so we disagree on that. Next up, Pittsburgh, 2-2-1 two, two and one at Cincinnati, 4-1. and one. The Bengals opened up a three-point favorite. They're favored by two now. The public loves Pittsburgh, 70% plus on the Steelers. I'm going the other way. I'll take Cincinnati as a small home favorite here. The reason, we'll keep it short, the, the Bengals, am I all in? No, I'm not all in. I'm starting to get all in. I'm not all in yet. Cincinnati's showing fight when they came back, maybe looked like a stooge. Last week, down 17 against the Dolphins. They came back. But they're simply better than the Steelers. Here we, At this point, they're better. I mean, they're going to be better at the end of the year. But right now, Cincinnati's the better team. They have the seventh biggest scoring differential in the NFL at plus 4.6 points per game. The Steelers are on the bye week after this game. So are they going to check out early like Tampa Bay did? Are they going to compete to the end? The Bengals have outscored opponents by... 38 points in the fourth quarter of this season. Largest gap in the NFL. The Steelers have been outscored 
by the most points in the fourth quarter. This game will be back and forth. Bengals 38, Steelers 34. You guys have agreed on only one so far this week, and it's not this one. Oh. Penny goes with the Steelers. All right, a lot of disagreement. Next up, Tampa Bay 2-2 two and two at Atlanta. 1-4. and four. Why do you need to watch? Say it with me. It's on Fox. That's why. Tom Brenneman, Chris Spielman have the call. Falcons opened a three-and-a-half point favorite. They're still favored by three-and-a-half. Now, usually you would never bet on a team that has a horrifically bad defense like Atlanta but there are exceptions to the rule. I'm going to take the Falcons. I agree with the public. The public's all over the Falcons. I agree with them in this spot. Uh, number one, the Falcons have lost their way. We know that. They dug themselves a pretty big hole at one and four, and mainly on the back of shoddy defense. Uh, they have, but they can score. Matt Ryan has been very good at home. He's, he leads the NFL in touchdown passes on his home field with 10. Uh, and, and if you mixed equal parts ammonia and bleach, what would you get? If you mixed ammonia and bleach, you would get the Bucks and Falcons defenses. Tampa Bay is allowing an NFL worst 34.8 points per game. Atlanta says, hey, hold my beer. We're not far away. 32.6 points a game the Falcons have allowed. In fact, the Falcons are the first team to give up 37 or more points in three straight games since the Raiders six years ago. Sorry, Roberto. I just say it. I just say it. To me, the key to this game is Jameis Winston – going to be able to take advantage of the Falcon defense. I don't trust him. Simple as that. Falcons 31 Bucks 27 Atlanta gets the tight cover. Yet another disagreement. Penny with the Bucks. All right, we disagree, disagree, disagree. Next up Seattle at London against the London Raiders. Uh yeah, well the game's in London. Seattle at Oakland. So Oakland home game, but it's in London. It's on Fox. You better watch. Part of the Fox Sports Radio Alumni Association, which grew a little bit a few weeks ago. Chris Myers has the call with Daryl Moose Johnston in London. The Seahawks open a one-point favorite. They are favored by three in this game. I like the Raiders. I don't love the Raiders, but I'll pick the Raiders here, uh, and I'll tell you why. Uh, to me, these teams are pretty even. You're getting a few points. They're pretty. It's a neutral side game. The, the Raiders have been horrific of late. They've been up 10 yards per pass attempt the past three games. That can't keep going on, can it? At some point, by blind luck, the Raiders are going to slow that down. Derek Carr leads the NFL with eight interceptions. Uh, it, 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 everything that could go wrong has gone wrong. So why am I why am I betting on the Raiders? Well, trip to Heathrow Airport. Right? That'll slow things down. Maybe the Seahawks will have some bad fish and chips or something like that in London and they'll They'll have food poisoning. But the key to this is zigging when everyone else zags. And so I, I'm not sold on that Seattle team. Oh, they played the Rams tough. They lost. Right? They lost. I'm not impressed by that. They lost. They're losers. You know, Russell Wilson can put up stats and all that. But I'm going to take the Raiders here. Raiders 23, Seahawks 20. Kenny agrees, going with the Raiders. Wow, look at that. We have agreement. We'll get to the rest of the NFL car. We have to get to all the late games. We've got the Sunday night game, the primetime Monday night as well. And uh, real quick, like, this is like a real quick, just kind of catch your breath situation here. The question, you got to answer fast. Blank is the only quarterback with at least 500 pass attempts and more interceptions than touchdowns since last season. 
since the start of last season. Again, Blank, the only quarterback with at least 500 pass attempts who has more interceptions than touchdowns since last season. That is the question, the answer. Momentarily, but right now from the Fox Sports Radio Geico Studios, Eddie Garcia. And Ben in the NFL Thursday Night Football saw the Eagles have no trouble beating the Giants in New York 34-13. Quarterback Carson Wentz for Philadelphia was 26-36 of passing for 278 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions. Two of those touchdowns went to wide receiver Alshon Jeffrey. Philadelphia improves to 3-3 with the win. The Giants dropped to 1-5 with the loss. Thursday Night College Football out of the Big 12 saw Texas Tech get a late touchdown to win at TCU 17-14. In baseball on Friday, we've got Game 1 of the National League Championship Series in Milwaukee. Brewer hosting the L.A. Dodgers. It's at 8 o'clock Eastern. It's on Fox Sports 1. Clayton Kershaw starting for L.A. against Gio Gonzalez of Milwaukee. Some NHL games of note. Predators shut off the Jets 3-0. The Maple Leafs beat the Red Wings 5-3. Penguins over the Golden Knights 4-2 and the Wild in overtime beat the Blackhawks 4-3. This report brought to you by True Car. Online car shopping can be confusing but not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Ben, you see the Las Vegas Journal Review is reporting that Tiger Woods, Phil Mickelson pay-per-view golf matchup on Thanksgiving weekend. Well, if you want to go to it, you're out of luck because they're not selling tickets yeah. to the public. You can only watch it on TV. The one-on-one match will take place at Shadow Creek Country Club in Las Vegas. Uh, there's also reports saying that no parts of the event will be held under the lights. And that would go against comments that Phil Mickelson had made saying that it was going to be a primetime event. Yeah, well, there are a couple of elitist golfers. They don't want to hang out with the unwashed. Why would they want to hang out with normal people? They're not normal people. They're rich golfers. Of course, they're this this event, the crowd that's going to be there... The one percenters are going to be there, right? The golf uh, fanboys and girls there. You're fired. The corporate sponsors are going to be there. That's who this is for. It's not for regular people like us, right? No, of course well, not. Apparently not because you can't watch it unless you pay for it on TV. No. Yeah. Not gonna. Not a dollar. Not a dollar I'm paying for that. Now, if somebody, I mean, I, you shouldn't watch illegal streams, Eddie, and I don't plan on doing that, but I know people will do that. You know, I would never watch do that. that. Yeah. No. I would not do that. It's illegal. I would. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. All right, let's uh, let's press on. Thank you, Eddie. We're coming from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. Fifteen minutes could save you fifteen percent or more on your car insurance. Just visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. It's all you have to do. So the instant trivia, or not the instant trivia. This is just a regular question. I we have these formal names we have to go with, right? All right anyway, here it is. A blank is the only quarterback with at least five hundred pass attempts. And yet more interceptions than touchdowns since last season. That's not good. Uh, who is it? Let's see here. Let's see. I'm going here. Uh, Roman Gabriel from Rod, the ambassador of Bakersfield. K and D checks in with Blake Bortles as the answer. The uh, the infamous Blake Bortles. Just Josh says Dakota Prescott is the way to go on that. Uh, who else do we have? Nathan Peterman from Ed. In Spokane. Eddie, do you have an answer, Eddie? Uh, is it my boy Derek Carr? The great Derek Carr, the right is. Uh, no, no, actually not, no. Uh, the correct answer, the pride of the Hawaiian Islands via the University of Oregon. Oh, really? Yes, Roger Goodell's favorite quarterback, Marcus Mariota, or whatever he said back then. Yes, Marcus Mariota of the Titans. He's got 19 interceptions since the start of last year and 15 touchdowns. That's not good. 
That's uh, not very good at all. Let's press on. Here we go. Let's get back to it. It is time now for more of Benny versus the Penny. Man versus coin. This is for entertainment purposes only, unless you happen to win and you want to send a donation. You are more than welcome to send a donation. You do not have to send a donation, but we thank you when you do send donations. Buffalo, 2-3 and three at Houston. Boy, does this game stink. Stink, 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 stink. Buffalo, 2-3. and three. Houston, 2-3. and three. It's amazing these teams have the same record. The Texans opened up an 8.5-point favorite. Last I saw, the game was at 10. I believe it's still on the board. Deshaun Watson banged up. Can't believe he'd be hurt. He's expected to play. Buffalo is the pick. And the game was off the board at the beginning of the week, so we don't have the numbers on who people are betting on. I assume they're betting on Houston. But to me, the the Texans are not even as good as their record. They've been given two gifts. Frank Reich deciding the Colts would rather lose than tie in a game a couple weeks ago. Last week, Jason Garrett, with the top running back in football and an elite offensive line, decided not to go for it on fourth and one in overtime, instead punting to lose. So that's back-to-back gifts. Now is Sean McDermott going to continue to hand games to the Texans? Houston has scored a touchdown on 36% of their red zone possessions. That is 31st in the NFL. They're not good. This is not a good team. Now, neither is Buffalo. Uh, and you never want to put your money on bad teams, but you have to do it when you're getting points. Buffalo, uh, they won last week. Josh Allen has been a just a train wreck at quarterback. He's as bad as we thought he was going to be. He had 80 yards passing last week. They won the game. He's averaging 3.17 seconds between the snap and releasing the ball. Longest delay of any quarterback in the NFL. By the way, you know who's second? Second slowest? Yep, Deshaun Watson. So this ought to be just real fun. Buffalo's defense is the real McCoy, though. They're not a joke. Buffalo's defense is legit. In fact, the Bills, sixth best in yards allowed this season. They are better than the Titans. They are better than the Cowboys in that defensive category. Ride with the Buffalo defense here. Texans will win, but the Bills will get the cover. Texans 23, Buffalo 17. Another agreement. Penny picks the Bills. Uh, we get to the late games now. The LA Rams and the Denver Broncos. It's on Fox. You better watch. Dick Stockton and Mark Slavith have the call. Rams opened a touchdown favorite. They are still favored by seven. The public likes the Rams over 60%. I believe the Rams were going to win this game, but I am going to take the Broncos and the points here. Home team getting a touchdown is the way to go. This should be a Todd Gurley special, considering the Broncos gave up 300 yards on the ground to the Jets. Yikes. Uh, They had seven straight at one point, seven straight games not allowing a a, a 100-yard rusher. Uh, or even a 70-yard rushing effort. The Broncos have now allowed three consecutive running backs to get 99 or more yards here. That is about as bad as it gets. So the Rams can't exploit that, but I I do buy into the weather. The forecast calls for temps in the 20s in Denver on Sunday, a light snow at kickoff. That should cut down on the high-powered Rams offense, the great equalizer, frozen hands. The Rams also hurting at the wide receiver position. So I like to bet against the public when possible. Rams are going to win, but they're not going to cover, so the Broncos get the cover. Rams 31, Broncos 26. Penny picking the Rams. All right, next up, Jacksonville at Dallas. 
The Jags opened up a one-point road favorite. They are favored by three. You're not supposed to bet on road favorites very often. There is the exception to the rule here. I will take Jacksonville in this game. The Cowboys, 52% of the money. So it's pretty even, but slightly more on the Cowboys. Uh, Both teams trying to bounce back. I trust the Buffalo, or not the Buffalo, the Jacksonville defense more than I trust the Cowboys here. And this is incompetence versus incompetence. The Jags have now turned the ball over 21% of their drives, the highest in the NFL. 21% of their drives end in turnover. Think about that. 21%. I'm, I'm still betting on I don't. Dak Prescott stinks. He's bad also. I don't care what kind of camaraderie Jerry Jones and Dak Prescott have. He sucks. He's bad. Cowboys are the only team to score two or fewer touchdowns in every game this season. And they've scored two or fewer touchdowns in eight consecutive games going back to last season. Open your bleeping eyes, Jerry Jones. What's wrong with you? Your eyes are always open because of that surgery. I understand. All right, secondly, the difference here is Jacksonville's defense better than the Cowboys' defense. After seeing the Chiefs last week and getting emasculated because of Blake Bortles, I expect Blake to play a little better, a little bit better. And the Cowboys continue their boring football. Jags, 26. Cowboys, 19. Penny picking the boys. So the Penny picking the boys. So we disagree on that. We'll pause for the cause. As they say, we'll get to the rest of Benny versus the Penny. We've got three games left. I believe we're in pretty good shape. I think we're in pretty good shape. So that's good. Normally, Better shape than we normally are. Yeah, we're in much better <laughs> shape. Much better shape. All right, time now for the instant trivia. Let's say he's not Mr. Reliable, not Mr. Reliable. Blank has caught just 19 of his 44 targets this season. That's 43%, the lowest percentage of any player with at least 40 targets on the year, heading into week six. Again, he's not Mr. Reliable. Blank, we're looking for the name of a receiver, has caught just 19 of his 44 targets this season. That is the lowest percentage at 43% of any player with at least 40 targets on the year. That's the Insta Trivia. The answer, next. The only thing better than listening to the Ben Maller Show live on the radio is to hear it again at your convenience on demand. The Ben Maller Show podcast is moving up the charts, unless it's not. Support a little radio show by subscribing to the podcast on iTunes and giving us five stars. It'll help keep the show growing and pacify our bosses. And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller. We'll get to the rest of the game. It's time now for the instant trivia, though. Now, here it is. See how you do it. Not Mr. Reliable. Blank has caught just 19 of 44 targets so far this season. That's 43%, which happens to be the lowest of any player with at least 40 targets on the year. That's the question. What's the answer? Who do we have? Dolphin Mike is going with Antonio Callaway. That's his answer. Henry Ellard from Mario. Ken O'Brien from Mike in the LBC. He's just giving up. Uh, who else do we have? Let's see. Page down, page down, page down. Mean Gene Oakland from Rob in Vegas. Thanks for the pizza, Rob. It was delicious. It was very good. Uh, let's see. Des Bryant from Lazy Casey in Minnesota. Michael Crabtree tossed out by just Josh. Rick Upchurch from Rob in Minnesota. Barcavius Mingo, just a fun name to say, from Jonathan in the Delaware Valley, who, who else? Said, page down, page down. We're looking here. Charlie Joyner from Patrick, the Uber Black Driver in San Diego. Amari Cooper tossed out by Paul. 
Eddie, do you have an answer, Eddie? Uh, yes, the answer is Jeremy Shockey. The great Jeremy. Is it Jeremy Shockey? No. The correct answer, the most generically named receiver in the NFL, John Brown of your Baltimore Ravens. John Brown has caught just 43% of his passes. A friend of mine in Baltimore said the Ravens, uh, at, at lunch, they actually dropped the trays. That's how bad the receivers are when they're getting their trays at the buffet. All right, let's get to it. Thank you. Yes, lame jokes next hour. Here we go. Let's get back to it. Speaking of the Ravens, amazing how this often works. Baltimore at Tennessee. Yeah, how about that? That's a nothing game, huh? Ravens are a three-point favorite. It opened to pick them. There are injury concerns involved in this game. The public likes Tennessee, and I like Tennessee, too. I'm going to take the Titans here. This is a rebound spot. Both teams need to rebound. I trust the Titans at home here. They are a much better home team. They slept, walked in Buffalo. We thought that would be the concern. It was the concern. So you got to boomerang back. When you have a stink bomb like that, you got to come back at home and take care of business. And they've been very good. Titans are 8-2 their last 10 at home. Tennessee has a pretty good defense here. The Ravens, Joe Flacco, well, he returned to Joe Flacco form last week, floundering. He averaged just 5.3 yards per attempt against the Browns. Titans 27, Ravens 23. Well, you both are fools because obviously Joe Flacco is going to have a career day this yeah, uh, this weekend. Him. It's a bold pick, Coop. <laughs> no one else in radio is picking Flacco. I was panicked. Uh, <laughs> no, really? <laughs> the uh, the penny picks the Titans. All right, next up, Sunday night football from Foxborough, Kansas City, five and zero at New England, three and two. The Pats opened a three and a half point favorite. The line is currently at three. The public loves the Chiefs in this game, and I don't get it. This is a Glorious spot for the Patriots to romp all over Kansas City. Patrick Mahomes' production the last couple weeks has decreased. Is that just a hiccup, or is that going to be the new normal for Patrick Mahomes? The last two weeks, he's the 27th-ranked quarterback in the NFL, behind even Blake Bortles. Tennessee, uh, the, the Tennessee Titans, who do not factor into this, you look at them and you look at the Patriots and some of these other teams. I love the Patriots in this spot. The, the Chiefs are allowing 479 yards from scrimmage per game. Tom Brady has now weaponized with Edelman, Josh Gordon, and Gronk. This is going to get ugly. Patriots have been great historically against rookie quarterbacks, 9-0 and at home with Belichick. And so I will take the Patriots in this spot. Patriots 37, Chiefs 24. Penny picks the Patriots. Monday night is a dud. Santa Clara 1-4 at Green Bay, 2-2-1. Two, two we won't spend a lot of time on it. Packers a 9.5-point favorite. Aaron Rodgers has a bum knee. There's concern there. 49ers are the pick. I don't love the game, but I'll take the Niners plus the points. C.J. Beathard's been good. He just keeps turning the ball over. The Packers aren't good enough to beat anybody, you would assume, by, uh, by that many points. I will take the Packers to win, but not cover 26-20. Real quick, Coop. Penny picks the Packers. All right, there it is, Benny the Penny! Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. There's a very delicate fan base in Major League Baseball that I must talk to. I'm not going to talk to everyone. I'm going to talk to one particular fan base who have been triggered by something they heard on our show. On our show. Welcome in the beginning of the Ben Maller Show for this hour. We are in the air 
everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit Geico.com. Get a free rate quote. So, normal routine. I I sleep during the day. Uh, Most of us do. You work the third shift, right? You take a little snooze during the day. And I wake up and uh, try to see what I missed. What happened in the world while I was gone, checked out in another dimension. And so I get up and I check. Normally I I get uh, my email. Make sure I still got a job. Check my email. I got a job, so I'm here. Uh, that's good. We're good on that front. And then what else do I do? Uh, you know, it's kind of normal wake-up stuff. And then I occasionally, you know, a little after I do the email thing, uh, I'll I'll then uh, look around, see what stories are going on, maybe some stuff we can talk about tonight, what, a, what I miss, is anything big going on. And then I'll eventually get to social media. Uh, and I'll see, you know, did the podcast get up? Who's complaining about the podcast? What's wrong with the podcast? That kind of stuff. And then I'll get to other things, and I, I had this orange wave of outrage on social media when I woke up. I said, wow, what happened? What did, what did I do? What has happened to me? All these people are so upset with me. Grandmas and, and are very angry. Uh, smartphone tough guys talking trash. So what happened? Well, it turns out our friends on 790 on the AM dial in Houston. That's right. Houston, our home. Also the home of the Astros, they, they heard our little conversation yesterday, me and Chris in Houston, when I explained why the Astros are not going to win the American League Championship Series. They didn't like that very much, and we were the topic of conversation, it appears, on the morning show, judging by the reaction here. And uh-huh. yeah, Yes, can you believe that? Uh, they were upset. We upset their sensibilities. The bandwagon baseball fans deep in the heart of Texas were very upset. So I wanted to talk about this more because we need to give their morning show some content. So really we're helping out the morning show in Houston with some content. But I have some other things to say. I need to expand on my position. So I hope you'll bear with me on this. Now, we'll frame it this way. You know, just, just for those that missed it yesterday, we'll expand on it. Why are the Red Sox the smart play against the Astros in the American League Championship Series? Now, I've got bodies, overconfidence, and intimate gatherings, all right? Those three things, bodies, overconfidence, and intimate gatherings, and we'll fasten all this together. Now, we begin with Alex Cora. This cannot be understated enough. He worked with the Astros before going to Boston. He knows all of the strengths. He knows, more importantly, all of the weaknesses of the core players on the Astros roster. How do you mess with the head of George Springer. He knows. What's the weak spot for Jose Altuve? He knows. We can go on and on. Alex Cora has the answers to the test because he was the one last year on the other side. He was. He can untangle the enigma that is Astros baseball. This mixed with the brilliant analytical work of the Red Sox, which again gets most of the credit, I'd Alex Cora getting a little too much credit, but he does know firsthand what's going on in Houston. But the analytics as well give Boston a leg up. Insider knowledge on top of that, the trade secrets of the Astros. Cora knows where all the bodies are buried in the Houston organization. And remember, this was A.J. Hinch's right-hand man. 
He was part of the inner circle uh, with the Astros last year. And the brass in Houston, the pyramid of power behind Astro baseball, they don't want to admit this, but you know they're shaking. They're shaking a little bit. They're concerned. That's the unknown. They don't know what's going on. They, They think they'll be okay, but they don't know. Now, some, you know who you are, were bothered when I talked about the Astros cheating. Oh, you can't say that. You don't know what you're talking about. That's why you're on in the middle of the night when no one's listening. <laughs> yes. Well, your reaction tells me that you know something something funny's going on. Uh, you're shouting a little too loudly in defense of the Astros is what you're doing. And I want to point out that you know, those of you bothered, it's not just my opinion. It's the opinion of a big league baseball player. You remember Trevor Bauer of the Cleveland Indians? Remember that? Yeah, Trevor Bauer. This story got buried. It was a story that went away. But Trevor Bauer implied that the Houston pitching staff was doctoring the baseball to get increased spin rates. Now, there is evidence to indicate unusual increases in performance by pitchers who were marginal before they got to Houston. This has traditionally been a classic red flag. You look for the abnormal season or seasons, and you you point to that and you highlight it and say, what's going on here? For example, Charlie Morton. Charlie Morton spent nine seasons toiling for teams like the Pirates, Phillies, and Braves. And in those nine nondescript seasons, Charlie Morton was a faceless pitcher who had an earned run average of four and a half, pitched 893 innings, and had a career record of 46 and 71. At age 33, past his prime, he joined the Astros. Since he got to Houston, it's been amazing. Charlie Morton's earned run average is 3.36. He has seen his strikeouts per nine innings increase by over four per game past his prime at age 33. He has become an all-star with the Astros. I'm sure it's just a coincidence. What about Justin Verlander? Justin Verlander was thought to be on his last legs with the Tigers. He was so toxic in Detroit that teams passed on him. The Dodgers didn't take him. They were worried his contract was going to be an albatross because he wasn't that good. He had an earned run average of... 3.82 3.82 his final season with the Tigers, over 28 starts, an earn run average of 3.82. It looked like he was gassed. He gets to Houston, again, past his prime. Verlander, 34 years old. His earn run average, 2.32 with the Astros in the American League. Now, I don't know exactly what's going on here, but whether it's natural, enhanced, with foreign substances, how about Garrett Cole? Garrett Cole's another one. Now, he's not past his prime. Who? Uh, he came over from the Astros. Garrett Cole had an ERA of 4. Never point, heard of him. 4.2. I played for the uh, Pirates, rather. He came over from, from to the Astros from the Pirates. So last season he was in Pittsburgh. His earned run average was 4.26. Uh, in the National League, the league with no designated hitter, you're going against pitchers, an automatic out. So he goes from that, and presto, his ERA this year, 2.88. Yeah, I'm sure it's just a coincidence. Strikeouts per nine innings, another indicator that something's going on. Strikeouts per nine innings increased four per game, same as Charlie Morton. Sure, it's just a coincidence. 
But if you believe the theory that unusual spikes in performance are an indicator of nefarious and devious activity, the Astro pitching staff, the examples I just gave you, and there are others, well, there are more red flags here than on Chinese National Flag Day when they have their parade with all the flags there because their flag's red. Yeah, it's it's just tons of red flags. Tons of red flags. Now... It, it could be that the, the Astral players went to the Geyer Clinic and they were hanging out there in Indianapolis. and Maybe they went down to Miami. They had a little wellness and rejuvenation clinic there. and they, Maybe they have that in another ballpark, possibly. I don't know. Now, in addition, uh, I mentioned home field advantage. Some, some people say, well, it doesn't matter. Uh, it doesn't matter. Well, Fenway Park is the mecca of baseball, and it is the hardball Cathedral. I said, well, they played last year. It doesn't matter, man. They played last year. Uh, it ain't last year. All right? This is a, a weaponized Red Sox team. And unlike other sports, you actually have a legitimate handicap when you're the road team. It's built into the rules. In, in football, you don't get to score last if you're the home team. They don't say, well, you have the final possession. In basketball, you don't get to take the final shot. You're not guaranteed the final shot in basketball. But in baseball, you are guaranteed the final at bat. As the home team, you get the last chance. You have the final opportunity. That's that's huge when the margins are thin in the postseason. This is a big deal. And the other thing to point out is Houston played a lightweight Indian squad in the opening round. And the Astros have been a popular pick by a lot of people because they won. And people are well, they won last year. They're going to keep winning. We're not talking about the 27 Yankees here. And when you go behind the curtain and you see what's really going on here, you realize, well, this Astro team's vulnerable. All right. In fact, the Astros this year against teams that had a winning record, you know, the good teams, the Astros were three games over 500 this year against teams that had a winning record. Three. At a 519 winning percentage, the Boston Red Sox were eight games over 500 against teams that had a winning record. They were better, the Red Sox, against the other good teams than the Astros were. But wait, there's more. How about close games, right? Playoff games usually close. Regular season, now I know it's different in the postseason, but in the regular season, Houston was 24 and 24 in games decided by one run. They were 500 in close games. The Red Sox had a 641 winning percentage in games decided by one run or less. Advantage to the Red Sox. Right, last observation. For the Astro fans that reached out, and you know who you are, you're drunk with power. I get it. I understand. I have to deal with this knucklehead Chris who calls all the time from your city. Uh, it, it's, it's nice that you've been an Astros fan for like you know, the last two years. I hope you've enjoyed it. I hope it's been good for you. And I also hope you didn't pull any muscles when you jumped on the bandwagon of Astro Baseball. <laughs> dollar for dollar, the phoniest fan base in baseball, the Houston Astro fan base. Does anyone disagree with me on that? No one disagrees. All right, good. I'm glad you don't disagree. Now, what's my evidence? All right, let's go back. Let's go back to the, uh, the archives here. In 2013, the Astros were 27th in attendance in baseball. Five years ago, 27th in attendance. Actual bodies in the stands, much lower. Nobody was going to their games. They were unwatchable. Nobody was going. These were intimate gatherings, Astros games. Furthermore, oh, this is where it gets really good. Outside of friends and family, 
you needed an invitation to watch Astro games on television. <laughs> I was trying to remember exactly what the number was, so I had to go back to my uh, my research and I had to look it up. The Astros in 2013 played a game that, according to the Nielsen television ratings, had less than a thousand people in the Houston area watching. Let me repeat that. The a professional baseball, all these uh, sudden Astro fans. In 2013, where were they? They weren't watching Astros baseball. They had a game, according to the ratings, that had less than a thousand people. Less than a thousand people watching. Take that for data. Bam, 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 bam. Now, do you know Finito. what? Finito. Yes, that's right. The population in Houston. Just to put in perspective here. Now, I'm not piling on, am I? I hope I'm not piling. That's not like me to pile no, no, on. No, no, you're doing good. Thank you. Uh, the census population, the last census uh, estimated, the population in the Houston uh, market is 2.3 million. Less than 1,000 were watching a game in 2013. Now they're all Astro fans. They all go way back. They love the city of Houston, right? They they can't horrible, get Horrible, horrible, yeah. and really bad. Bunch of phonies, right? Bunch of phonies. Bunch of, yeah, Sure. You all were hanging out down in the Gulf of Mexico while the Astros were playing five years ago. Now you're like, oh, I love the Astros. I go way back. Me and BGO and Bagwell. Oh. Art Hell. Art Hell. Art Howe was my homeboy. Yeah, exactly. And they're also unlikable. I mean, the Astros are unlikable. You got Roberto Osuna. I mean, who, how do you pull for that guy? And Guriel with his racist gestures during the World Series. There's an, ast- there's an asterisk on that because he, he made the, the gesture in the dugout and he wasn't suspended until next year. So that's a bad job by Rob Manfred. It's embarrassing. He, he allowed a racist to play in the World Series last year. Shame on him. All right, here's the, the Ben Maller Show on Fox. We say hello to Edmund Dallas, Steamboat Willie, Judas Garcia. Well, I would just like our friends in Houston to know that I have picked the Astros to win the World Series over the Dodgers. Yeah, but you're not a baseball guy. And I have heard you say before, Ben Maller, that only stupid fans support losing teams. That if you go out and pay hard-earned money when the team isn't trying to win, then you're an idiot. You should wait until they put out a good product before you go spend your money on that product. They had less than 1,000 people watching the game on TV, Eddie. Were they good back then? Uh, TV ratings do not go down that much, Eddie. If you have real fans, they don't go down. People still watch. I'm just saying, I, I've heard you say. I have said. I, I agree. If you you're, you if you're a out. fan and you yeah. continue to pay for a terrible product, you are sending a message to the organization that losing is acceptable. So couldn't, you, you, couldn't it be argued that the Astro fans were – Merely telling the organization that this is not acceptable, we don't support this, and no, when you put a good incorrect. product on the field, we'll return. That's an incorrect position on that. It's why, a why bad is, job by is, you. Because, that? again, uh, I have said yeah, going to games, fine, but the people watching games on TV, that doesn't go down. You, if, you, if you like the team, it doesn't cost you any money to watch the game on TV. You pay If you pay for TV, okay, you, pay, you get the channel anyway. You're still so investing your time. Eddie, let me do the math. Two, yeah. 2.3 million, less than 1,000. And now everyone's an Astro fan. That's terrible. Yeah, that's right, Roberto. It's a high five. Give me a high five. Yeah. When you, when you, when you think uh, <laughs> Dodger boys over yeah. there. Yeah. 
Oh, terrible. Listen, you, Eddie, you're supporting a racist and a wife beater. Oh, stop Girlfriend it. beater. That's you, Eddie. Tweet that out, Coop. Eddie Garcia supports a team that employs a, uh, a, a domestic abuser and also a racist. Racist, yeah, yeah. that's right. That's Astros baseball right there. Eddie Garcia. We know where your morals are, Eddie. Your moral compass is messed up. It's a bad job by you. Yeah. And when I, you think um, Astros, you don't think great baseball town. No, team. it's not even. No, wait, not even close. Second, second rate baseball town. We know that. Uh, the Red Sox will put them in their place. That's all right. That's, they won the World Series, and they're still out games that they didn't get even sell out. Come on. It's embarrassing. It's terrible. Ballpark's a joke. It's just ridiculous. They had a stupid hill in center. Yeah, that's right. They finally got rid of that. Morons. All right, we will. Uh, we'll press on here. Yes, Coop, you have something you want to add? I heard you're. you're no, no, no. I mean, you know, I just. I don't have a horse in this fight, but. Yeah. I mean, how's that? How's who's that? got the more recent ring? Again, that's the rearview mirror, Coop. We're not. We're not talking about it. What's going to happen? Not what, 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 are you, what are you talking about? You've been talking about how many fans that watch previously. You are looking in the rearview mirror. Well, I was just and, using that. And as... in the rearview mirror is a glistening diamond ring. Well, again, that the fans don't care about in Houston. Exactly. They. Yeah. They don't. They, they, they're classless. They damaged the World Series trophy. Uh, how embarrassing <laughs> is that? I mean, it really is. Uh, I mean, my God. They deserve to win. Yeah, they don't. They're, no one wants to see the Astros win. They, they have no real fans. They don't. I think Chris is Houston's only fan that call, that calls or only fan that exists. Yeah. Well, I'm sure that's accurate. Yeah, he is. 100%. There's a lot of you know, fake tough guys that hide on social media, <laughs> but uh, that's all right. We know they're phonies. All right, we'll press on. We'll take your calls. Are you there? Uh, yeah. No, he's gone. 877-99 on Fox. 877 877- Nine nine six six three six nine. Also on Twitter at Ben Maller. That's at Ben Maller. Send me a message. I know you love me. Yeah, it's that's great right. Great getting porn. I'm telling you. Absolutely, absolutely. Could baseball be coming to the Rio? We'll get to that, and we will do it next. On the Ben Maller Show, we specialize in sarcasm, snark, and satire. All things needed to survive the shady late night characters. On Twitter, let your thoughts be heard by the masses under the cover of the microblogging website and follow Ben on Twitter. He's at Ben Maller. And you can tweet at and follow our technical producer. He plays all the music and most funny sound bites of the Ben Maller Show. His first name is Roberto. His last name is Flores. And you can follow him at Raider underscore Rob 24. The greatness of the Raiders. And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller. Spider, a lot of reaction from the, the peanut gallery here. Howdy doody's peanut gallery. Uh, Mr. Nice Guy says, great to hear the guy who quit on his team, Raider Rob, talking smack about Astro fans. Uh-oh. No, no. Mr. Nice Guy, you got it all wrong. His Twitter account was hacked. Roberto, I had to talk to him. It was all hacked. <laughs> He's all about it. Justin says, uh, listening to Ben and Roberto uh, Dodger fans being critical of other fan bases is hilarious. I don't know what you're talking about, Justin. Look at the attendance in baseball every year. The Dodgers are number one, number one. They kick it up, and they keep jacking up the prices. 
you actually have to spend half your paycheck to buy a beer and nachos at a Dodger game. It's unbelievable how much the, the price of food I guess, is now. I guess who I saw at a Dodger game this year, Ben. I saw Astros fans there. Really? All of a sudden, they showed up, yeah, yeah. to Dodger Stadium and watched their well, Astros. You can find out who they are because there's not many of them, and they wear orange. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, this, really they thought it was ugly. Halloween or something. Yeah, everyone's just like a pumpkin. Yeah, yeah exactly. Embarrassing. Uh, Robin Vegas is great monologue, Ben. Every point, uh, check, 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 check. Uh, God's work is what you're doing, Ben. Yes, you probably locked up your Marconi Award. Well done. Thank you. Well, that would be my second Marconi Award. As you know, I had 0.1% credit for the Marconi Award WEEI one, so I will take uh, credit for another one. Thank you, Rob, for that. I appreciate that. There you go. Uh, Tilla says, oh, no, I don't know if I can read that. <laughs> Maybe you can read that one, Coop. You want to? No? Uh, let's go to the phones. There's no way Billy's still there. Let's go to Vegas and Billy. Hello, Vegas. Uh, Billy, are you there, Billy? Hey, what's up, Ben? Oh, man, you've been on hold for a long time, Billy. That's dedication. Then I, I had, like, this, like, I had this crazy thing happen today. So I'm working in William Hill, as you know. Yeah. And, like, all of the money, all of the money today, everyone took the Giants plus two. Really? Oh, and man. I told everyone, and everyone's saying, like, why are you doing that? And then my, my supervisor said, Billy, you can't say that. You can't you can't tell them they're picking the wrong bets. They're <laughs> in the money-making business. Because if you do that, they're going to, you know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, yeah, like yeah. Really, really, really annoying. Yeah, you're just supposed to say good luck, right? That's what you're supposed to yeah. say, good luck. That's all you're yeah, supposed to say. Yeah, you're supposed to yeah, like, have a good oh, day, see, good I, luck. Or... You got you to gotta let me know, Billy, because the money, the number I saw, a lot of people were betting on the Eagles that it was in favor of the Eagles. But you say today. Well, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. William Hill's crazy. Sometimes people just bet on weird stuff, and it's like, yeah. What are you? What are you doing? Well, that's how hey. they pay. That's how they pay the bills, Billy. Though you should know that from you're working in. Yeah. You're working for a sports book. You get, they yeah. pay the bills on dumb people betting on uh, you know teams that don't cover. That's what they do. Yeah, Ben. Really quick though. Um, do you remember Big, uh, Big Brother Jake? Of course. Yeah, Jake's is still a friend of mine. Yeah, he's back. In fact, he's back in radio. Big Brother Jake. Yeah, he's uh, he's also now the I think he's the radio. Engineer for your Clippers, right? I know how how fresh is that? The same guy that used to take pot shots at the Clippers is now working for the Clippers. Uh, Jake <laughs> Warner, you know, like like you know, just a big Laker fanboy that Co- like Koopa Loop over there and Roberto, and all, all of a sudden, Big Brother Jake. You know, stay awake with Jake is a Clipper guy. I Look, love it. I I've, love it. I've had mixed feelings about this, Ben. I you uh, know, I saw his his posts on social media. Yeah. I'm happy for him that he's back in radio because I I could tell that he missed it. Hey, it was in his blood. Yes. Hey, hey, hey Ben, can I get No, we're not uh, done. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hold yeah. on, Billy. Hold on. <laughs> we're not we're gonna get back to you. But yeah. so far I haven't seen like even though he's excited about the job and he's happy about the job, I haven't seen him throw out any pro Clippers propaganda. But if he does, uh, dead to me. Dead to you. Yep. <laughs> I hope you're listening, Jake. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to stay awake with Jake, so I'm sure he's working on his podcast. He's now he's done. Like, yeah, now I'm done. Bam! Slam, slam the mic down. I told Jake what I'm going to do is I'm going to go back to the archives. I have an archive of the show, and I'm going to get every nasty, despicable cheap shot that he, he threw at the Clippers, <laughs> and I'm going to put him on a on a uh, you know, my phone. I'm going to send him to the Clipper PR department. Say, hey, here you go, your newest employee, Clippers. I hope you enjoy that. He's a tr- he's a Trojan horse, Jake Warner. That Trojan horse. All right. Anyway, uh, <laughs> it's the the ben- Billy. What else do you got, Billy? You were in a hole for like yeah yeah, yeah. what. Wow. Quick, I, uh, I don't have your email anymore. And wow. I emailed you last year, and I was trying to re-get re- that again. 
Yeah, yeah. Send me an email. It's Ben Maller Show at Gmail. Just put Ben Maller, Ben Maller Show on Gmail at, at Gmail. All right. All right. Thank you. Super right. cool. Thank All you. All right. Uh, there he goes. Billy in Vegas. <laughs> you imagine Billy? That's funny. Billy's at the sports book. Guys are putting their bets down. Yeah, you know, I got like 100 on the Giants tonight. And Billy's like, what are you doing? That's a terrible bet. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, Bill. And you've heard it first on the Ben Malley Show. That's great. Uh, baseball in Rio. We'll get to that. And also, the lame jokes of the week from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. But right now, Eddie Garcia here to enlighten you with the latest, Eddie. And we start with Thursday night football in the NFL, where the Eagles went into New York and had no trouble beating their division rivals, the Giants. 34-13 was the final. Carson Wentz, quarterback for Philadelphia, was 26 of 36 passing, 278 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions. Two of them went to wide receiver Alshon Jeffrey. Philadelphia with a win is now 3-3 three and three and tied for the division lead. The Giants are now 1-5 and five and in the bottom of the division of the NFC East. Thursday night college football, a Big 12 matchup. Texas Tech gets a late touchdown to win on the road at TCU 17-14. Coming up on Friday, we've got Game 1 of the National League Championship Series in baseball in Milwaukee. Brewers host the Dodgers, 8 o'clock Eastern time. It's on FS1. Clayton Kershaw starts for LA. Gio Gonzalez for Milwaukee. couple of NHL games of note. The Predators shut off the Jets 3-0. It was the Maple Leafs over the Red Wings 5-3. Austin Matthews, two more goals. He's got nine now in five games to lead the NHL. Penguins over the Golden Knights 4-2, and in overtime, the Wild beat the Blackhawks 4-3. This support is brought to you by True Car. Online car shopping can be confusing, but not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car and enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Ben, so we had the drama around Jimmy Butler and the Timberwolves practice on Wednesday. Apparently more drama on Thursday as the Timberwolves canceled practice yesterday. Butler reportedly held what he called a players-only meeting with his teammates. However, Minnesota point guard Jeff Teague tweeted out that there was no players-only yeah. meeting. Was, so. was Rachel Nichols there as well? Did she sit down and have a No, chat? No, but no. Jimmy Butler did tweet her that he oh. held a players-only meeting, but apparently Jeff Teague said, well, either he wasn't invited or he said it didn't happen. Either way, more weird stuff going on with the Timberwolves and Jimmy Butler. Yeah. How about the report that Pat Riley called Coach Tibbs, a uh, mother blanker. Oh, really? During trade talks, yeah. How's that? Wow. Uh, Riley. Okay. He's a fiery guy. Good negotiation tactic. Yeah, how about Riley, man? He's living in Miami. How old is he now, man? He's got to be in his 70s, yeah, right? Yeah, he's got to be. In his, yeah, you're right. I don't know. We can look it up in a sec, but he's got to be up there. Yeah, supposedly Riley got very upset. They had a heated confrontation. Because Riley- Thibodeau asked for more in the trade, right? Yeah. Oh. 73 years young. Yeah. Pat Riley. Yeah, he's lived his life. He had a good life. Miami, he's made a lot of money. He gets to work in basketball his whole life. It's wonderful. Absolutely. There you go. Uh, all right, here's the, the Ben Maller Show on Fox. We're coming to you from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. Uh, this, this guy slow thinks that the Dodgers didn't sell out the World Series last year. Let me explain something slow. I know the Dodgers stayed in capacity is 56,000, but they have this thing called the auxiliary press box, and they take away the attend- the uh, actual attendance goes down for the World Series because they have to give seats to the international media from places like Japan and Zimbabwe and wherever else they come from, and so they actually cut down on the attendance. I know you thought the Dodgers didn't sell out because you're not that bright, but that's what happened. So I'll just want to educate you a little bit so you don't make that same mistake again. Uh, let's go to the big KO who's apparently in Houston, 
and he's on a Fox Sports Radio. Hello, Big KO. What up, Ben? What's going on? How can we help you? Yo, you're a hypocrite. How am I a hypocrite? What have I said that's hypocritical? Yo, Eddie pointed it out right off the bat. You're trying to say that you should not support a team that's been losing. You're talking about stats from 2013. How many seasons yes. in a row does a team have to go hit 100-plus losses before a town turns on them and says we don't want to support you? Did they have less than 1,000 people watching a game? That's because people don't want to support a team that's having 100-plus losses per season that's purposely tanking. So you would agree with Which me that these, these... was what you said. So you try to say that Houston being bad because people don't want to support a losing team well, why that's you, purposely why, losing. Why are, you, why are you so upset here? Why are you so worked up? You know I'm right. Because you know, I've been an Astros fan since 1992. Nine. All right. Well, most of your friends are not, were not Astro fans then. Uh, they, they're new Astro fans. You can tell because they still have the labels on their hats. You can tell they're new Astro fans. They may be getting new gear, but they've been there for a while. Because <laughs> I, I, I know half my family's been there since I've been born. Well, well you're family, but that doesn't mean these other people. Listen. I got an extended family, bro. We go to like six well, and six you, cousins you, up you, in this. You're very good at breeding? All right, good. You're good at breeding. You have a lot of relatives. That's great. That's wonderful. You're very, you're, you've got a lot of testosterone. I got you. I understand. You don't need to get upset. I'm just, these are facts. <laughs> You're you're get you're you're getting upset with your feelings, but the facts are on the other side. But thank you. So baseball in Rio. How about this juicy rumor out of Lost Wages, Nevada, the Rio Hotel, uh, where I, I've been there before. Penn and Teller do their show at the Rio. Apparently, it's for sale, and there's a rumor that the Rio Hotel could actually be demolished in Vegas and that they will put a Major League Baseball stadium at the site of the Rio. Now, if you're not familiar with Vegas, it's off the Strip, the Rio property. It's on the other side of the, the freeway, the main drag there that goes through Vegas. And, uh, yeah, the rumor is it's, it's apparently for sale, and it's, the talk is it could be purchased and then demolished for a baseball stadium. Now, the question is, what team would play in Vegas? They're not going to build a stadium unless they have an agreement with a team. The possibilities are, A, think about this one, the Oakland Athletics becoming the Las Vegas Athletics. How wonderful would that be if Vegas loses both the Raiders and A's to Ve- to uh, to Vegas? Uh, that, be, that would be amazing, God. <laughs> well, then the Warriors have to move, too. They all have to move. Then the Warriors have to move to Vegas. Uh, option B, the Tampa Bay Rays move to Vegas. The Rays have been rumored to relocate. Montreal has been mentioned prominently. The Marlins, the Miami Marlins, who just got a new stadium a couple years back, they're a possibility. And then the other possibility is an expansion team, that baseball will expand. This has been a rumor. Baseball can expand a couple of teams. They've got 30 teams right now. They can go to 32 teams. You can put a team in Vegas and a team in Montreal, or you could put a team in Vegas, a team in Portland, Oregon. You can. There, there's possibilities. Vancouver, Canada has been mentioned. Or a team in Houston. Well, they well, have a team with fans in Houston. You know, why not? I thought that was interesting. Like, Vegas, it like it seems like almost too much, but uh, hey, why not? Another team possibly in Vegas. We will press on Big Ben's lame jokes of the week. All the best one-liners, all the best singers of the week. We get to that in its entirety, and we'll do it next. 
You can't lick your own elbow, travel at light speed, or sneeze with your eyes open. However, you have the power to increase the audience of The Ben Maller Show. Tweet, Instagram, and Facebook post about the show. Don't be bashful. Tell your friends and family about our distinct program. Tell bad new listeners like yourself. Now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. Moments away from Big Ben's lame jokes of the week, but right now here, let's find out the winner of Roberto's wall of drops for this week. We had three possibilities. You had Hotel Ryan with Fluff It, Mr. Smooth making a Maller promo. We're told it not Mr. Smooth. It was somebody I forget. Uh, and then Philexis, uh, who had a, a drop as well, thought you were whatever. Black, I think. All right. Uh, let's see. The winner is here, Roberto. What is the winner of this week's Roberto's Wall of Drops with the hundreds and hundreds of votes? Oh, yeah. That's that's good. So that was not Mr. Smooth? No, we're told yeah, it was not. not. Uh, somebody said it was not him. Who was it? I think he was a, just a, uh, like, he called maybe a couple times. But uh, Eddie was right. We did have that guy do the uh, the Grinch song but i don't think it was mr smooth uh, tam, tam that's what tammy said and i and i think we she's have right that in the system i'll look for it okay all right well that's good so congratulations that's the winner thanks to everyone that voted appreciate that I believe that got 49 percent of the votes so yeah hey wow. if that guy's listening call back in yeah i know they ain't listening he's, check in he's not listening there's no way that guy's listening that's that's years ago that's not not happening this portion of the show brought to you by discover card we treat you like you'd treat you Knock, knock. Who's there? Lame week. Lame week who? It's Big Ben's lame joke of the week. Actual joke sent in by actual listeners to the radio show. Because that's how we do it, man. That's how we do it. You understand? Yes. So I'll read the joke. I'll bounce the joke off Eddie. Eddie will bounce the joke back to me for the punchline, and then he'll leave the country. Uh, We have Roberto over there, and he's got his thing going on, and he'll play this if it's funny. He'll play this this if it's not funny. He'll hear this. If it could go either way, you'll hear You're this. You're listening to the Ben yeah. Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. Yeah, that's for the ladies. And the Koopa Loops <laughs> got his offensive jokes of the week. I don't think he liked any of the ones I sent him, but that's fine. That's all right. There you go. I sent him a few. He didn't respond, I don't believe, so I guess he didn't like them. They were all, like, super cliche. Well, that's what this segment's all about. If you have racist jokes, send them to me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sure. We don't have our leadoff hitter, so no leadoff hitter this week. It's Big Ben's lame joke. He's jokes busy prepping for his show. Yeah, he's a big radio guy now. Did you hear that Coop broke out in a rash after the concert last night? Uh, no, no, I did not hear that. Yeah. And it's just the last time he'll ever go see a Nickelback show. That's it. The last time, Eddie. <laughs> I couldn't see that one coming. Well, I guess Sean did call in. I didn't see him on the board. Uh, let's go to Sean, who's no longer the leadoff hitter. He's a number two hitter. Sean, you're the number two hitter, Sean. Yeehaw! Wee! Okay, you don't care. Yes, go ahead. <laughs> Hi, everybody. <laughs> All right. Yes, you're wasting our time. Please give us the joke. Okay. Um, let's see where was it go? Ah, how does a cowboy know his cattle were behind him without looking? Uh, I don't know. He heard them. <laughs> You're listening to the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. Thank you, Sean. Uh, Good luck with your radio. Let us know how it goes. Thank you. There you go, Sean. Uh, Let's see here. This one was a late submission. What's Justin Verlander's favorite movie? 
Uh, I don't know, Ben. What is uh, Verlander's favorite movie? Zoolander. Uh, I like this one, too. Uh, Attila just sent this one in. What do Houston and the Jetsons have in common? Houston and the Jetsons, what do they have in common? They both have a dog named Astro. There you go! (laughs) (laughs) Not that funny. Uh, What do you call it when you cross Blake Bortles with an octopus? Blake Bortles and an octopus. I don't know. I don't know, Eddie, but it throws a lot of interceptions, whatever it is. You throw a lot of... From Gordon in Tacoma, who sent that one in. Big Ben's lame jokes of the week. When is a bird not a bird? When is a bird not a bird? Yeah. I don't know, Ben. When it's a loft. It's uh, from the Inglaterra. When is a man? When is a man not a man? Man not a man. I don't know. When he's a miss. You know. No, that's the Inglaterra. You're ripping a blind guy. How dare you? You do better. How does Roberto get to the studio? I don't know. How does Roberto get to the studio? He rides the short bus, according to just Josh. That's what he said. Wow. Did you know that Weed Man has an aunt that visits him nightly? No, no, I did not know that. Yeah, her name is Aunt Acid. That's her name. It's amazing. <laughs> How do you feel about that, Weed Man? Are you okay with that, Weed Man? You know, what's up with this? Oh, right. boy. Oh, he's yelling. Can't understand him. <laughs> How many Laker fans does it take to change the light bulb? Uh, I don't know, Ben. How many Laker fans does it take to change a light bulb? <laughs> None. None of them, Eddie. They're all too busy standing around talking about how great they used to be, the light bulbs back in the day. Wow, oh, man. That's that's a, that's a an old joke. <laughs> Jeez, I, I think you've told that one before. <laughs> that's a classic. Uh, why don't Jehovah's Witnesses celebrate Halloween? Uh, I don't know. Why don't they uh, celebrate Halloween? Well, they don't man. appreciate random people coming to their door. That's <laughs> <laughs> That's from Eek in Roseville, Minnesota. Koopaloop, what do you have there? Koopaloop, Big Ben's lame jokes of the week. Actual jokes from actual listeners like yourself. When did Weedman figure out he was a pothead? Oh, I don't know. He studied five days for a urine test. <laughs> 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 that's that's from slow. <laughs> All right. Well, baked pumpkin pies are returning to McDonald's menu this fall. Oh, is fall. that right? Yes. No, I didn't know that. It'll be a happy Halloween for Bartolo Colon. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. All right. It's Big Ben's lame jokes of the week. Uh, these are actual jokes from actual listeners. What do the Philadelphia Eagles and Real Talk have in common? I don't know, Ben. What do they have in common? Uh, Smallwood. Both have that in common. Smallwood, the running back. See, you know. You're listening to the oh, Ben Maller right. Show on Fox Sports Radio. It's just Josh. He did that for Tammy in Montana. He said it was his tribute. Uh, what? What's long Big and Ben Maller. All right, stop. What's long and hard that a Polish bride gets on her wedding night, Eddie? <laughs> a Polish broad? Yeah. <laughs> a bro- bride? Bride? Oh, bride! Bride, bride. bride. or broad? I don't, uh, I don't know, Ben. A new last name, Eddie. They get a new last uh, name. Uh, <laughs> Uh, where would Hurricane uh, Weed Man hit? <laughs> <laughs> the Ben Maller Show every oh, night. Every uh, night. And the Panhandle, Eddie. That's where it would hit. <laughs> 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 Anthony and Anaheim sent that one in. Uh, what do you call sex in an elevator with a married woman? Sex in an elevator with a married woman. What do you call that, Ben? A bad decision on many levels, Eddie. That's an Inca Terror. Uh, what has four legs is green and fuzzy and would kill you if it fell out of a tree and hit you? Ooh, boy, I don't know. What is that, Ben? A pool table, Eddie. That would kill you. That's the guy from <laughs> yeah, Beaver Dam. That probably All right, would. here's the closer real quick. Here we go. All right. Why uh, is Adrian Peterson's uh, parenting tool like his favorite baseball analyst? Uh, I don't know. Why, Ben? They're both A-Rod. A-Rod, Eddie. A-Rod. A-Rod. 
Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. The Eagles were under 500. They were a floundering football team, but they found the magic placebo. You know what the secret to the Eagles being good again is? Play the Giants! That's the secret! Welcome in the beginning of another hour. It's the Ben Maller Show. We are in the air everywhere. The vast Fox Sports Radio Network emanating live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on your car insurance. Just visit geico.com for a free rate quote. Boy, we love, we love the disaster. We are attracted to the 16-car pileup. We want to look. We want to rubberneck. We want to turn our heads and enjoy the spectacle of the disaster. And if you watched Thursday Night Football on Fox, you got that. You got the 16-car pileup on the side of the road. You got to enjoy that in all its glory. Now, the TV people are going to focus on Carson Wentz, who had 278 yards and three touchdowns. I didn't even think he played that well. The Giants were doing the Matador defense, uh, which was very impressive. Not very effective, but it was very impressive. Majestic to watch. Uh, Nelson Aguilar, at one point on a 50-plus yard pass play, was so wide open, he turned around to catch the ball. It looked like he was fielding a kickoff as he then turned back and ran uh, towards the end zone, it was ridiculous. E- Elijah Manning playing like a guy that is done. We know that. Horrific. And, and that's what we need to focus on. right? Because we- we've-, we've talked in the, the-, the headline earlier. We-, we went and talked about Odell Beckham. You can go back in the podcast. We did a full Maller monologue. Uh, I-, I would imagine that the story is going to come out that Pat Shermer was lying, that Odell Beckham did not need an IV at halftime that that was embellishment. Beckham left the field before the half was over. The Giants spun it that Beckham needed an IV. Uh, And then he was the last one out of the locker room in the second half. And then he started screaming and shouting at an inanimate object, uh, a cooling machine, which is odd. It was even there. It was a night game. It wasn't cold. It was kind of a rainy night, normal conditions, nothing outrageous. And he was like screaming, and he was he was having a hissy fit like a toddler on the sidelines, and uh, it was just wonderful. It was very entertaining. Uh, Beckham always entertaining when he has the hissy fit, and he's he's shouting. You could read his lips. He was calling someone a female dog, is what he was doing. Uh, he was doing that, and his hair was moving. Boy, he's got a lot. Of, very expensive hair moving all over the place. But what about the story of Elijah Manning? Because that's what I want to get into. Here. All right, let's discuss. Now, what did you make of Eli Manning's performance? If you're just getting up, you might not have watched. Or if you're just a discreet, you know, a regular viewer and you're a discerning viewer and you're like, that's not very good. I'm not going to watch that game. I don't think that game's going to be very good. I don't watch. Eli Manning finished with 281 yards passing, no touchdowns, an interception, and a quarterback rating of 66. But that doesn't even tell the story. right? My viewpoint on Eli, you've got – craptastic, Da Vinci, and Finito. All right, you've got those three things, and we will bind them all together. First of all, Eli Manning should be fined a game check for that performance. Uh, he was terrible. You know how they say at the draft, oh, you got to make all the throws? He can't make any of the throws. 
He can't make any of the throws. Now, keep in mind, he was, he was never that good. A couple of aberrations. The outlier does not make the norm. The extreme does not make the norm. Eli Manning won on a couple of uh, pretty good playoff runs. But outside of that, he's a second-rate quarterback. Now he completely blows. That was one of the great craptastic performances we have seen in the NFL. That was Blake Bortles-like, although light on the turnovers, in the first half of this game. Eli Manning, with the game plausibly in the balance, plausibly in the balance, Eli Manning had 162 yards. That's even misleading. 10 of 23, less than 50%. He had the interception, a quarterback rating of 49. 49.5. That includes a broken play on a screen pass to Saquon Barkley that went for 55 yards. Otherwise, Manning had 107 yards passing in the half of football. He vomited. At every hash mark on the field. Little vomit there, little vomit there, little vomit there, little vomit over there. I missed one. Let me go back. Little vomit there. That's what he did. Now, keep in mind, the Eagles' defense has been inconsistent, which would make it a weak spot. The Giants, they, they were never in this game. They fell behind 24-6 to at halftime. It was a ghastly performance by Big Blue on a short week for both teams. The Giants, the home team, they're are no excuses. There are no excuses for this performance. And the most outrageous thing that took place was at the dais in the giant news conference room in the bowels of the stadium in New Jersey. Listen to Pat Shermer. Listen to this answer Shermer gave when asked about the status of Elijah Manning. Listen to this. No, I'm not concerned about Eli. Like I said, none of us did anything good enough to win tonight. You're lying! You're a liar! No one believes you. And if you do feel that way, you should be let go immediately. Finito. Done. Dunskies. Exactly. Let's talk football, not drama. No, no, we got drama. Now, secondly, someplace, and I don't know where he lives. I wish I could tell you the city he lives in. I don't know. Somewhere there's a person named Ben McAdoo. We called him Ben McAdoo when he was the coach of the Giants. But Ben McAdoo is collecting a check. He's still on the payroll from the Giants because they let him go. He was whacked after last season, but he's still got time left in his contract. He has mostly kept his mouth shut. He's been a good soldier, getting a check, being paid not to do anything. But looking back at his time with New York, it is clear. Ben McAdoo in football world, in the football world here, Ben McAdoo was like Leonardo da Vinci, right? He attempted to bench Eli Manning. People weren't ready for it. There was a, there was a role. McAdoo sacrificed his career to do the right thing. Now, da Vinci was ahead of his time. He invented things. He had the idea for the helicopter, uh, the flying uh, device. He had the uh, armored car was a da Vinci idea, the driving suit, the uh, machine gun. All of these things were uh, alleged. I learned this in school. Da Vinci's ideas. But he was ahead of his time. He's not just the guy from The Last Supper. Right? There's more to da Vinci than just the painting. But people weren't ready for those things. People in New York and New Jersey, the tri-state area, they were not ready to let go of Eli. He was their he was their blankie. He's still their blankie. You can't let go of Eli Manning. Deplorable. Deplorable. 
Embarrassing. You see what happens when you have this derangement syndrome? He, Yeah, but he won his two championships. He sucks. He stinks. And it's on you, and I love it. You would not listen. Ben McAdoo did the right thing, and you're a child. McAdoo was the grown-up. He knew that Manning sucked. He said, I got to get rid of this guy. Cannot win with him. Cannot coach with him. Can't do it. And you heathens, you you revolted. You called into sports radio. You posted nasty things on social media. You were very angry. And look what you've got. Another year of garbage. The Giants will be lucky if they win four games this year. If everything goes right, maybe they win three. They're a, they're a terrible team. They have no quarterback. There's no backup quarterback. There's no safety net at all. Now, the final word here. We played some audio from Pat Shermer. When Pat Shermer was hired, he was billboarded as an offensive guru. That's what he was sold at. And, yeah, they said, well, he sucked when he coached the Browns, but nobody wins with the Browns. It was a long time ago. It's going to be different. Five weeks into the season. Actually, six weeks now. The Giants are one in five, so they played six games. What exactly is different about Pat Shermer? I've waited a month. I give everybody a month. We're over a month. Shermer is not good at his job. Do the Giants look like a well-coached football team to you? Exactly. This is not a well-coached football team. You can tell when a coach has it and when a coach doesn't have it. You can also tell from watching when a coach, uh, when, the, when the players respond to a coach and when they don't, there are signs, there are indicators. There are none of those indicators with the Giants. It's a morbid, sorrowful, pathetic bunch of losers. And nothing has changed. They might as well have kept Ben McAdoo as the coach and forced him to put Elijah Manning out there and all that. And, and the, the biggest mistake that is made today, every time teams give a second chance to a coach, they bring up one name. You know what name they bring up? Bill Belichick. They say, well, Bill Belichick wasn't that great with the Cleveland Browns, and now he's the greatest coach in the history of football with the Patriots. So guys need a second chance. Now, I was discussing this in a pre-show meeting with somebody in the hallways here, and I pointed out how ridiculous this is. Uh, Bill Belichick, while he was the Jeff Fisher of his time with the Browns, also had an 11-win season in Cleveland, made the playoffs with the Browns, won a playoff game as coach of the Browns. So compared to the other coaches, this is to compare anybody uh, certainly Pat Shermer to Belichick. Belichick had like a 450 winning percentage when he was coaching in Cleveland, which is not good, right? That's not good. Pat Shermer, when he was coaching the Cleveland Browns, had a 280 winning percentage. He was 9-23 with the Browns. It's embarrassing. And while Eli Manning has been appalling to watch him play quarterback, Pat Shermer's play calling is atrocious, is what it is. The Giants were running screen passes behind the line of scrimmage on second down and 20 plays. They were throwing the ball behind the line of scrimmage on a screen pass. And, yeah, they, got a, they had a big play at one point with Saquon Barkley, but they ran how many screen passes, how many passes within a couple yards of the line of scrimmage? If you are dependent 
on those plays for 85% of your offense. And it's possible that Eli Manning's just he's got a noodle arm. He can't throw the ball down the field. This is a recipe for disaster. And Pat Shermer should not be long for the Giants. They are a cornerstone franchise, right? One of the, the blue chip franchises of the NFL. They like to talk about that. They're also a conservative franchise. But if you look at the success of someone like Sean McVay with the Rams, this, and that's an extreme example, but this is completely unacceptable. Barring some kind of sea change, this unexpected come-to-Jesus moment for the Giants franchise, Shermer should be cooked. He should be finito. He should be done. And one and done as coach of the Giants. This is not a well-coached football team. The defense sucks. The play calling sucks. Eli Manning blows. It's bad. Bad, 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 bad. They are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. That's right. We say hello to Edmund Dallas Steamboat Willie. Judas Garcia. Boy, suddenly Ben McAdoo doesn't seem so bad after all. I mean, he, That's right. he wasn't good. But, but, right. but I think he actually might have been better than, like to than point Pat out Shermer. To Eddie, I'm the first person ever to compare Ben McAdoo and Leonardo da Vinci. That is accurate. No I, I will that. not push back on that one bit. Think Clay Travis will do that? No, no I don't no. think so. He will not do that. Dan no. Patrick? Nope. No, 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 no. Uh, who else? Uh, Gottlieb? Uh, who the hell I knows? would be surprised no if that happened. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Nobody else can do that. <laughs> you think that's true, Only though? you. What's that? That I learned this when I was a kid. That Da Vinci had the idea for the helicopter, and he had the idea yeah, for the I, I, I remember machine that. gun. Yeah, you think, I think it's true, right. though? It is true. That he's How do got, you know? We weren't alive. There were like sketches, blueprints, right? yeah. yeah. How do we know they weren't doctors? <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, yeah. he could have been a uh, Photoshop master. Maybe. Do you believe in alien technology, Eddie? Do you believe that the iPhone is alien technology? What do you think? No. No? There's a theory, though. I, I saw this on the internet the other day, that it, it, all this new technology pr- pretty much started when the spaceship crashed in Roswell, New Mexico. I have heard that one. I like that, that conspiracy theory. That all of this is alien technology from a spacecraft that crashed in New Mexico. The government hit it. They, uh, they took all the technology, and they slowly released it to the masses. How about that? Like that. Trying to be more like George Norrie over there. Uh, I, I can tell, yeah. 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 I'm trying to, you know, maybe I can fill in over at Coast to Coast from time to time, you know. I like that conspiracy theory. That seems to make sense. Yeah. You think about the advancements in humanity. You think about where we were. You know, there were slow advancements and things got better. But the, the, the recent developments over the last, not even 100 years, it's been insane what's gone on. I'm not. I'm not a conspiracy theory guy. I know I you am. are. I, I know them. you are. They're great. They really are good. I love them too. Thank you, Roberto. Good job by you. High five. House Thank man. you for that. Good job. That's a good looking Dodger hat. Good looking Dodger shirt. There. Ready for the game. You guys want a room? You are so jealous. Hey, relax. You are, no, you are no, so, not. Your, your Steelers suck. Uh, your Pirates are embarrassing. Yeah. Mediocre. Your Kings don't appear to be all that great. You're having a tough time. Your Chargers. Well, they're your Kings too, Ben. You're going to London. Who are the Chargers playing? Titans. You know who's going to be in London? Clay Travis. Are you going to hang out together and have tea together? Uh, he he hasn't me? mentioned anything about it. So, Do you think <laughs> he likes think so. you? Does he like you? He he's like never you. met me, so kind of Do you think he to wants like me. to meet you? I don't know. You don't know? <laughs> That's ben, ben and Roberto right there. <laughs> 
So you're both you guys are gonna odd. cuddle later. You're both going to London yeah, going for together. a football. No, we're not going together. It's in the same hotel room. I'm, I guarantee you, he'll be sitting in a much higher class of the airplane than I will be. Oh yeah. Are you concerned about the flight, Eddie? Is this troubling to you? Uh, I would not say I'm concerned. I'm not concerned, but I'm not looking forward. You're saying to it. the length of the flight. Are yeah, you stopping yeah, yeah, no. anywhere? Are you gonna stop in New York for a day or something like that? And then no, keep going? no, no. All right, nonstop. I believe so. Pretty hard to stop in the Atlantic, Eddie. So once you, once you, once you no, no, there's the a, a secret <laughs> island there you can land on. Although the Titanic did find a place to stop in the Atlantic, but yeah, uh, I told my wife, said she wants to bring bring me to Europe, and I said, well, I really don't want to do it. But I mean, I, not that I don't want to meet people in Europe and go see the culture, but I just don't want to be on a plane that long. But if there's some way we can get a first class ticket, I'm down. You know, there's some well, way yeah. we can do that because I don't think that would be that bad. I think I'd be okay on a first class ticket. But well, a big shot like you should be able to can't afford pull it. that off. No, no problem. I can't. Come on. But I heard yeah. there's ways you can buy like air miles from people and you can cut down on the cost on that. What? Yes. Like people sell their air, their miles for uh, pennies on the dollar. I didn't know those were transferable. Some of them are. I was told this by someone a while back. Now, Ben, and all. Maybe I'm talking out of my tuchus. I don't know. Somebody said you. Well, there's a way you can do it. That you can buy some miles and then you get enough. You can get a, you can upgrade to a first class ticket. Yes, all Eddie? the people that you know and you've come in contact with, isn't there someone out there who works for an airline that can uh, I don't know. help you out? No one wants to help me with that. No, I'd like that'd be great, but no, nah. I have lipstick on right now. Yeah, yeah. I have it's from Roberto. I do have a couple. I have a Rusev doll here though. That's a good looking doll. And I got a guy in Boston that sends me Fenway Franks, which are wonderful. And you got some of those too. Those are delicious. How good are those? So Delicious. Good, so Better good. than Dodger Dogs. So good I ate them all already. They're ah, gone. They're, they're amazing. It's true, Roberto. They, they are good. That's, Better that, than the Dodger Dog? Yep. Roberto, let me tell you something. I know hot dog. That's a, <laughs> that is a better hot dog, okay? Ben does know hot yeah, dogs. There's, there's some people me. that only get the, the uh, what do you call it, boiled Dodger Dog. They don't get the one that's boiled. I like the real. extended wiener. Now, the, the Fenway Frank, I'm biased towards the monster dog, the perfect hot dog. People like in Cleveland, I've been to Cleveland Indian games before it's an okay hot dog. What about the L.A. Street Dog, Ben? Nah, not my thing. Not my thing. Wait a minute. Oh, oh, you know, on. see, you know, you know why, Roberto? I don't eat the bacon. Exactly. Yeah, I don't eat the bacon. I like the smell, though. I do like the smell. The Street Dog. <laughs> I do like the smell. Oh. Yeah. I right, will press on. We got a bunch no of no play for yeah. Mr. Gray. Uh, we got the uh, we got the legends lined up here. I'm getting some conspiracy guys calling up. Good stand. We, we got uh, Coop's uh, scoop oh, on entertainment. Right. The Coop scoop on entertainment. We're gonna get to that as well. Look at Eddie. He knows the schedule better I want to ask him something oh, coming good. out. Okay. Well, you'll do it. We'll get to that. We'll do it next. Almost all talk shows sound the same after a while. Think of us as a sports talk oasis from the mundane. The Ben Maller Show Facebook page is our own unique meeting place with over 2 billion of our closest friends, most of whom ignore us. Please take a second to like our page. Go to Facebook.com slash Ben Maller Show. And now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. We'll get to the Coop Scoop on entertainment in a moment. We go all the way to Australia right now. The Aussie guy checks in on Fox Sports Radio. Hello, Aussie guy. You're listening to the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. <laughs> I'm actually on the live air. G'day, Big Ben. Uh, look, my great, I, I loved your Eli Manning monologue. I'm also a fan of conspiracy theories. Uh, while I was sitting on hold, mate, that was really enjoyable. Yeah, you enjoy. Yeah, well, it's alien technology. You enjoyed that. You you enjoy that yeah. like your sleep number bed, right, Aussie guy? Yes. One hundred percent, Big Ben. One hundred percent. Yeah. Now, look, mate. I, I've, I've got a quick little story. I, I I respect you've got other stuff to get to, so I'll, 
I'll get through this as quick as possible. So a couple of weeks ago, my absolute favourite team in the sporting world, the West Coast Eagles in Australian football, they won our version of the Super Bowl, the grand final. And uh, a week later, I travelled to Melbourne, the same city that the game was in, and went to the WWE. Now, Ben, to put this in perspective for you, this would be like if the if the Dodgers went to Boston and got a walk-off in the World Series on Game 7, yeah. and then you went a week later to see Blind Scott do stand-up. Like, no disrespect to Blind Scott and his stand-up, uh, it, it, it's a week too late, isn't it? So Yeah, sure. Yeah. I was... I was going through all of this, you know, feeling a really emotionally weird. And then, Ben, I just, like, I, I found someone to add to the Mala Militia. Um, I'm going to be a dad, Big Ben. No way! That's great, Ozzy yeah. guy. Does the woman know about this? Is she aware? This <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> my wife, so thankfully. Oh, that's great. Well, congratulations. Uh, that's wonderful, Ozzy guy. Mazel tov. I hope it goes very well for you. And uh, that's great. Keep us updated. Now, I'm sure you'll name the kid Ben, right? Even if it's a girl. I'm sure that'll be the name. Uh, <laughs> try to get, try to get some sleep. Least, What's that? What's that? Try to, get, try to get some sleep right now as much as you can, man. Yeah, yeah no, definitely. I, I hear you there, Roberto. Thank you. The one on the crew that has a ba- actually has a kid. I'll yeah. take your advice. There you um, All right. So you're in Perth, right? That's where you're located, for those who want to send yes. baby gifts to yes. the Aussie guy. He's in Absolutely, Perth. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, yeah just, just DM me on Twitter. I'll take all the gifts. <laughs> yeah, of course you will. Yes. You're just, like, <laughs> you're just like Weed Man. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm sure I'm sure Weed Man will send you some gifts. Well, c- congratulations, <laughs> Aussie guy. That's wonderful news, buddy. Keep us posted, okay? Thank you, man. Thank you, Big All right. You better not stop listening when that kid pops out, all right? You better keep listening, okay? We've lost a lot of good listeners. They start having kids. That's it. Done. Dunskis. Finito. All right. Thank you, Ozzy guy. Let's go uh, real quick. A weed man hippie is in Miami, Miami, Miami. My Cuban neighbor in a wheelchair gives me weed. <laughs> ben. Yes, weed man. How come? Ben. What? Kanye West with Donald Trump. I saw that. <laughs> How great was that? How could anyone be upset that with that? That was, so, was crazy. That was yeah. so entertaining. He's cursing in the White House. It was hilarious. It was the greatest <laughs> thing ever. Now, Ben, it's just uh, like it was hilarious. Oh, conundrum you're about to face. When Boston plays the Dodgers in the World <laughs> Series, what are you going to do? I'm going to hire a therapist is what I'm going to do. Is That's what I'm going to do. Ben, what are you going to do? This is your uh, worst uh, nightmare come I, true. I know. I am aware of that weed, man. We're on a collision course here for the Red Sox and Dodgers. Oh, ben, the I'm going to call Boston. I'm going to call here. <laughs> I'm going to do argue every night. I love this. I love this. This is Mercury retrograde for you. Yeah, that's that's true. That you're correct on that. Now, you're, have you paid your, your? Have you played? Where is he? Where is he? What's wait, the wait, name? Wait, Virgo what? in something. <laughs> Virgo in service. Yes, our our friend. Uh, hey, yeah. she's got to read your thought with your Ben. This is you. The stars aligning to mess you up. Well, I've, listen, we've been, I've you know, been overnight radio for 20 years. I think they've messed up enough already here. Look at me. Uh, but no, I, no, 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 no. Uh, Boston, uh, yeah. versus your Dodgers, and you're on in Boston? Yeah. Well, as, as, Eddie, as Eddie said, I can't lose in that situation. As Eddie said, I'm in good shape because I but, – But I am a glasses half full guy. You you are, are not. No, so. I'm, I'm the positive one on the show. Everyone knows that. I'm Mr. Happy. Mr. Go Lucky. Glasses always half full, Eddie. It never gets ah. below that. 
All right, thank you, Weed Man. And the reason we don't use Weed Man on the laugh track is he takes too long, and we just we get to no jokes. And I, I got guys that write jokes, they complain to me. I say, why am I writing these jokes you don't even get to? And I say, well, because Weed Man takes too long to, you know, so we love him, but you just can't do it. Yeah. The Coop Scoop on entertainment. We've got Balderdash lined up, other celebrity callers as well. Wow, this is the power hour is what it is. Yes, the power hour. Wait till hour five. That's going to be even better. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that photo of uh, Kanye and Trump at the at the, the West Wing was uh, just tremendous. The uh, Hanging out in the Oval Office. All right, we'll press on here right now, though. Let's get the latest Eddie Garcia to enlighten you, Mr. Garcia, from the Geico Studios. Oh, that's right, Ben. Uh, in the NFL, Thursday night football, unfortunately, uh, not a great game. Uh, NFC East battle between the Eagles and Giants in New York. It was all Philadelphia, 34-13 the final. Carson Wentz, Eagles quarterback, 26-36 passing for 278 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions. Two of those went to wide receiver Alshon Jefferson. The Eagles improved to 3-3. Three and three. They're tied for the NFC East lead. Giants dropped to 1-5. and five. They are at the bottom of the division. Thursday night college football out of the Big 12 where Texas Tech got a late touchdown from quarterback Jet Duffy to beat T- TCU on the road 17-14. The Is final. that his real name, Jet? Probably not. Okay. Pro- probably a nickname, but uh, I haven't looked it up. Baseball on Friday. We've got game one of the National League Championship Series in Milwaukee. Brewers host the Dodgers. 8 o'clock Eastern. It's on FS1. Clayton Kershaw will start for LA. Gio Gonzalez for Milwaukee. Some uh, NHL games of note. The Predators shut out the Jets 3-0. It was the Maple Leafs over the Red Wings 5-3. Austin Matthews, two more goals for Toronto. He's got nine now in five games. Penguins over the Golden Knights 4-2 and in overtime. Wild beat the Blackhawks 4-3. The NHL season continues tonight with the high-scoring Toronto Maple Leafs at the defending Stanley Cup champion Washington Capitals. That game will start at 7 p.m. Eastern. That's our Discover Card key matchup. Speaking of matchups, become a new card member and Discover Card will match all the cash you've earned dollar for dollar at the end of your first year. Learn more at discover.com slash match limitations apply. I don't know if Jets is a real first name, but he was Mr. Texas Football. Which is a That's big pretty deal. Good, yeah. yeah, Johnny Manziel won that. Uh, the Oklahoma quarterback. He's doing good. Kyler Murray, he won it. Yeah. Oh, Manziel, in college, he was a Heisman Trophy winner. How dare you? Montreal will be back. The Alouettes will be back next year. They will be heard from again. Clearly. Right, it's the Ben Maller Show. We're hanging out here at the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes. To save you 15% or more on your car insurance, just visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. Tammy in Montana. Hello, Tammy. Hey, Ben. I'll make it real quick. So congrats to the Aussie guy. I'm sure that kid is going to have a lot of uh, laughter in his life. Um, so I think what you should do for Ralph filling in is you have to make your studio uninviting. So I would suggest pretend that you have a fever and that you're contagious and he won't come in. You don't understand so. how Ralph's mind works, okay? <laughs> you don't understand. Ralph will still be in there breathing down my neck. I oh was thinking God. about maybe a foul smell, bringing some kind of odor in here. Maybe that'll keep him away. Well, you could you could keep the trash from the weekend. Oh, that might yeah. work. Uh, there's no trash right now. I just looked. They're, they clean it during the week. But, yeah, that's a good idea. I think on Sunday yeah, Sunday yeah. and Monday I'll be okay. But the other days, yeah, it's going to be tough. So. Well, you'll, you'll be able to manage. Now, um, my Broncos are going through some dark times right now, Ben. And I'm a loyal Broncos fan. But I know the light's going to come back because they are going to hand your Rams the first loss of the season. Uh, that's incorrect. Uh, they will win the- <laughs> 
They will win the bet. They will cover the spread, but the Broncos are not going to beat the Rams. Not going to happen. Unless the, Rams, unless the Rams don't make it to the stadium because there's a blizzard. Then <laughs> the Broncos will win via forfeit. Other than that, the Rams are going to win the game. They just won't cover the spread. Well, I'm hoping it's a good game. And lastly, um, I always enjoy the jokes. I do think maybe you need a second segment. I do agree that Weed Man Hippie takes too much time. I do love him, but I would much rather hear more jokes. That's Thank right. you, just Josh. I will think of Smallwood all the time now, and uh, <laughs> many women don't car- actually. But yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to think of you know the real Urkel with that. I Smallwood. understand. That I understand. Of course, yes. Uh, yeah. Yes. So right. good characteristics in a man are creativity and humor, and I think anybody who sends in the jokes are fabulous. So thank all you, Ben. All right. Have thank a good you, weekend. Tammy. Appreciate it. There she goes, Tammy and Montana. Big Ben Maller. Oh, no need to do that, Tammy. All right. I mean, it's very kind of you to do that, but thank you. Uh, here we go, Hollywood! Hooray for Hollywood! Woohoo! <laughs> the Coop Scoop on Entertainment, Justin Cooper. All right, Ben, we're going to start at the uh, the silver screen. Now, uh, coming out this weekend is uh, First Man. It's a, it's a space movie. It's got Ryan Gosling in it. It's got uh, Claire Foy, who uh, you may know from The Crown on Netflix. Never heard he of He has no idea who that is. No. Uh, it's also got Kyle Chandler don't from... Know who, don't know who that is. Uh, Friday Night Lights. I saw Coach that, Taylor. I don't, I don't know who he is. Oh, yeah. Okay. Anyway, uh, that is coming out this weekend. It's got great reviews. I will be uh, using one of my three MoviePass uh, tickets on that movie. Do not have MoviePass anymore? And I will uh, let you know how uh, how that is. Finito with the movie pass. I'm going to buy those passes at Costco is what I'm going to do. Right. Yes. Now, uh, another uh, a trailer that de- debuted today that's getting a lot of uh, run on social media All right. is the live action version of Aladdin coming out. There was a teaser trailer that was released about a minute oh, and a half long. I hate those teasers. Yes. Uh, all I know about the movie so far is that uh, Will Smith is playing the genie. Oh, okay. And when they casted Aladdin, I believe there was controversy that uh, it, uh, it wasn't like, blue. <laughs> no? well, that's that's the genie. Oh, I'm sorry. But you're on the right path, Ben. It, okay. it was a race uh, oh, based race controversy. Okay, yes. 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 Racist. Yes. Uh, now moving on well, to what was the problem? Were they put? Oh, because they were upset with the. I got you. Yeah. All right. Uh, moving on to television, premiering this weekend, uh, premiering today, actually available right now on Netflix, right in time for Halloween. It's called The Haunting of Hill House. It's a uh, TV series, all ten episodes streamed today. Uh, it's got great reviews. Scary movie based on uh, it's an ad- a loose adaptation of Shirley Jackson's 1959 haunted house novel. And uh, also coming out on Netflix, it's called The Kindergarten Teacher. It stars Maggie Gyllenhaal, school teacher that becomes obsessed with mentoring a child prodigy. And I'm uh, obsessed with that too. <laughs> yes, I'm the child prodigy that you're obsessed Clearly, with. look at you. You've reached the top of your... Who knew when, when you were the star of Liar Liar Coop that you'd grow up to be a... Overnight radio it's an, it's an amazing trajectory. <laughs> yes. do, you get paid, do you get paid royalties from old shows, Coop, uh, like I get? I get a nice royalty check from shows I did 20 years ago. It's wonderful. Right, right. Yeah. Now, get this. I don't know if you guys remember this. You remember the TV show Charmed? It was on. It's on one of our TVs, like all the time, yeah. isn't it? Jason, yeah, right. Because yeah, it comes on. Jason Smith and Harmon like it. Yeah. Well, it, it. Well, it comes on early in the morning, like yeah. 5 a.m. Basically, it was like a 
a show about like witches, but basically the entire show was about showing cleavage. Right, hot girls. Cool. What's yeah. wrong with that? No, nothing's wrong with that. that at all. I used to watch that Gilbert Gottfried show years ago because they just showed cleavage on there. <laughs> yes. Well, they are rebooting the series. They're bringing it back on the original station, the CW. That uh, And it's actually got good reviews, which is crazy yeah. because the first show was trash. It was literally just uh, eye candy for 30 minutes. But uh, this one's gotten decent yeah. reviews. Premieres it, it, 9 p.m. on the it's CW. Tough. I mean, you really can't get away in television with just eye candy because they have this thing called the internet. and there's Exactly. You, know, you get eye candy any want, anywhere you want. Just go on Instagram, you know, or other sites. Yeah. <laughs> We're not allowed to endorse, I'm told. Right, and oh, yeah. uh, that is uh, that is Coop Scoop. Oh, what about the uh, video games? Black Ops, this new Black, Black Ops, Ops 4, game coming right? out. Yeah, yeah. Saw you that know trending. what? Trending. I'm I'm over it, Eddie. Uh, you know oh, they release on, a new man. Call of Duty game every year. It's kind of yeah. it's kind of like Madden, where they just they throw some new skins on it. It's a couple new guns. I yeah, I haven't played a Call of Duty game in a long time. Hey, those game designers have to pay their bills, Coop. All right, they, those games don't make themselves. Yeah, I, I respect it. I respect it, but you know, if you're cranking out a sequel every year, I don't think you're putting enough time into the game. I like the games where it's like five, six years before the next one. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. Uh, thank you, Coop. Loop. That's the Coop scoop on entertainment. Hey, back to Kanye. How about this? There are odds on my bookie. Will Kanye West successfully set up a meeting between Colin Kaepernick and President Trump? <laughs> you can bet on this. Yes is plus 300. No is minus 500. So that implies that there is only a 25% chance that Kanye West will be able to pull it off. I think there's a 0% chance. Not that Trump wouldn't do it. Trump would absolutely do it. Trump would, would have the similar setup to what he did with Kanye West in the Oval Office. Kaepernick won't do it. I don't think Kaepernick wants it. I don't think he wants any part of it. I'm, I bet you a, a thousand bucks Trump would be down with it. But I, I, Kaepernick, it doesn't help Kaepernick. It helps Trump. He, so Kaepernick's not going to do it. Anyway, we'll press on. I need a contestant for Balderdash. I need that right now. 877-99 on Fox. We'll get there. Hey, t- at Blind Scott wants to play. He can play. We'll get to that, and we will do it next. The only thing better than listening to the Ben Maller Show live on the radio is to hear it again at your convenience on demand. The Ben Maller Show podcast is moving up the charts, unless it's not. Support our little radio show by subscribing to the podcast on iTunes and giving us five stars. It'll help keep the show growing and pacify our bosses. Now live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, it's Ben Maller. We're moments away from Balderdash. I'm changing my whole schedule today because of the Dodger game. Like I gotta prep for the game and all that, so I'm not. Even, I'm not going to the gym. I'm going home. I'm. I'm going home right after the show because I need my sleep in my bed. I need to get my sleep in before the game and all that. I gotta. I gotta rest up, and it messes up my whole biorhythms. So I got some other stuff to do today as well. So, but I'm looking forward to it. It's great. The sleep number bed. I'm worried about the Dodgers on the road because they won't have their sleep number beds when they're in Milwaukee. Right? It's, it's tough. Uh, the new Sleep Number 360 smart bed helps everyone from parents to pro athletes improve their daily performance through proven quality sleep. And you get what you want. That's really what it's all about. Sleep Number makes you happy. If you're in a relationship, you're married, even if you've been married for a long time, you're in a new relationship, you get the kind of mattress you want. And bedding and, and the whole thing, it's important. It's an important part of your daily experience. You do it every single day, right? You, you sleep, you eat, you poop. Those three things every day. You've had a good day if you've done those three things. But, but the bed part, sleep, no, I don't play that. The sleep number thing is the key part. 
and no need to compromise. The new bed's so smart, they sense your every move and automatically adjust to keep you sleeping comfortably throughout the night. Come in during the fall sale going on right now. Save $100 on the Queen Sleep Number 360 C2 Smart Bed, now only $899. My sleep number setting's 50. My wife said 40, so it shows you that we're different, but we have the same bed. We love it. Sleep Number is the official sleep and wellness partner of the N. NFL, yeah, the big NFL. You're only going to find Sleep Number at one of the 550 Sleep Number stores nationwide. Visit sleepnumber.com slash Maller, that's M-A-L-L-E-R. Find the one nearest you. And now, it's just what you've been waiting for. It's Ben's Balderdash. What the hell is this? Formerly known as something we're not allowed to say. Hit it! And it is Balderdash time. Let's welcome in our defending champion, Jason, in Ottawa. You ready to go, Jason? I'm ready to go, Ben. All now, right. yes. Coop's, Coop's got to realize that Call of Duty Black Ops 4 has a new Battle Royale mode featuring 100 players. Yeah, Coop's getting killed for his take on, on Black Ops 4. <laughs> He's, the, the, the militia's not happy with him. Hold on a sec. We have Blind Scott. You want to do this, Blind Scott? Yep, I'm going to be making amends today. Apologize to the people. I'm on step nine, cleaning up and clearing up. Got some heavy apologies to do. You're, all, you're already on step nine of the 12 step? That's awesome. You're going to yeah, get it yeah, done in like a week. That's great. Yeah, yeah, this guy took me through him and I'm, I'm ready to go. I just got to, I resemble to like poison. They're going to kill me. I got to get rid of them, you know? I got you. All right, let's play the game. Benny's Balderdash, written by, I think, Anthony in Anaheim, I believe. All right, here we go, gentlemen. The categories are He's an Animal, Tales of Winning, and I've Got Five on It. Jason, where do you want to go? Uh, he's an Animal. He's an animal. Everyone in this category has an animal nickname. Your name is your buzzer, gentlemen. Good luck. For $200, this Orange County, California native just won a PGA tournament for the first time in five years. Jason. 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 Tiger Woods. Correct. Tiger Woods is right. Take that. All right, 200 bucks. What the hell was that? $400. This five-time champion Laker legend. I don't know about that. Scott. Scott. Yes, Scott. Uh, I got to go to Cooper. Oh, you're using your lifeline. <laughs> All right, Cooper Loop, you want to help me out on this? <laughs> $400 dollar question. Yeah. Uh, you said five-time champion, uh, animal nickname. It's got to be the Black Mamba, Kobe Bryant. You want to go with that, Blind Scott? Yes. Uh, yeah, that's that's Kobe <laughs> Bryant, the Black Mamba. You got that right. Self-named Black Mamba. $600. This Cuban was given the nickname the Wild Horse by the legendary Vin Scully his rookie year. Blind Scott. Oh, I think I heard Jason. Jason. Uh, Yasiel Puig. Correct. Yasiel Puig. $800. This three-time World Series champion, two-time All-Star, is only the fourth person to hit three home runs in a World Series. Jason. Jason. Pablo Sandoval. Correct. The Panda Pablo Sandoval. $1,000 on Balderdash. This 1990, uh, 1974, rather, 1974 MVP and Super Bowl champion was the fastest to win 100 games as a starting quarterback. He would earn the nickname The Snake in high school. Jason. Scott. Ken Stabler. Kenny Stabler, yeah. I love how Scott's just a second late. Let's keep it going real quick. Tales of winning for 200. Every team in this category hasn't won a playoff game in over 15 years. $200. The last time this team had a playoff win, Jay Fiedler outdueled Peyton Manning in an overtime. Jason. Jason. Miami Dolphins. Correct. $400. America's finest city has only one professional sports team left, and unfortunately they haven't won a playoff game 
since they made it to the 1998 World Series. Jason. San Diego Padres. Correct. The Padres. $600. It has been 17 years since this team has even made the playoffs, but when they did, they set a record for most wins. Scott. Scott. Uh, Cleveland Browns. Yes, the Browns in the baseball playoffs. No. Uh, All right, Jason, uh, it's the Seattle Mariners. We're out of time anyway. What's the score here, Koopaloop? Who wins the game? It is 3,200 for Jason to 400 for Scott. Another golden ticket for Jason. He wins again. The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn Nicotine Pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chabacasino.com welcome to the family vgw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus